Welcome to another episode of Chuchigatri, Unlimited Trainworks Video Game Chuchu's Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Rose, and with me as always is John. Please call me Christ. I I, I couldn't even get through that joke because it was so bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it took you a second. It took you a second. Uh Elvie is here too. Elvie, do you Hello. have a hot reference? I, no, a hot no, I am drop? I'm no? LV. Okay. You're Elvie. Don't, don't okay. worry. <laughs> You're not, um, I, no one else had nicknames in that show. You're Elvipe, no. Elvipe. Well, I mean, well, well, TK, they never found out what his real name was. They didn't find fucking anything about TK, let me tell no. you. No, no. Yeah, wait a minute, is LV your actual nickname? <laughs> <laughs> LV, yeah, alright. Yeah, there you go, LV. Um, and thus it will never be answered. <laughs> yeah, exactly, never, never. Uh... All right, yeah. So yeah, we're talking about Angel Beats this episode. That is what we're talking about. That is what we are referencing. The hottest anime of 20, what, 12? Yes. 2013? 2013? Really? Yeah. No, 2010. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, 2010. We're all 2010. wrong. 2010. That seems right, actually. The, the games, which I would be more than happy to talk to, came out 2013, so I, I guess that's where the mix right, up is. Right, but right. the anime is 10 years old. This is a 10-year-old wow. anime. <laughs> This wow! Is, this came from what you would call the. Is this the? Is the end of the the naughties? Is this the naughties? Yeah, the two the thousands. <laughs> I've I never think that's heard what they call anyone it. call. I call them the odds. I've never yeah. heard oh, anyone the, call them the naughties. That's <laughs> scary. I don't. Maybe like the, I'm I, wrong. Well, maybe I'm I sorry. like it. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> you saying the naughties now? Like that sounds really bad. And also, what we should call it. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely some Audi sound, but I don't know if there's an end before that. I oh I actually God. don't know now. <laughs> I get it, because not, you know, oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that sounds like something a British person would say, and everyone would go, uh-huh. what's wrong with you? Why did you do that? <laughs> um, no, okay, so yeah, yeah, uh, the last the death cry of the aughts certainly felt like that for it, let me tell you, in terms of presentation <laughs> and design. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so this is an anime. Uh, if you did not watch it, let me tell you, it's about uh, these people who all go to like an afterlife purgatory type thing. Um, it's like a high school, and then they're 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 alive, but there's a bunch of NPCs or whatever around, so they just have to pretend to go to school. And there's uh, this this gal named Angel who she never drops any beats throughout the entire show, which is I mean I guess near the end maybe you could argue right at the end she drops some beats, but uh, oh, man. bit of a letdown. <laughs> um, she uh, they're they're scared of her. 
because she's going to obliterate them and make them pass on into a next life. So they uh, formed an organization called SSS to defeat her and not pass on uh, all these students. Uh, yeah, so we got the main man who's voiced by Araragi from Bakemonogatari, which was definitely <laughs> the reason they did that. I'm going to tell you right now why they hired him uh, to do that voice, because Bakemonogatari was like a year before this. Mm. Um He's doing the same voice and everything. Uh, he is Otanashi. That is his name. Uh, he has amnesia. And he's just sort of swept up into everything with uh, Yuri Pei, or Yuri, who is this girl with a bunch of guns and stuff, swords, and then a whole bunch of other eclectic characters. Uh, like TK, who we mentioned, who's just this guy who says English things because English is funny, I guess. It is. They're, they're, they're right. They're right. They're right. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and, you know, it's a buff dude. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. That one guy who keeps asking if people are gay. Um, what was the other one? Uh, Miyuki Sawashiro is there for an episode. <laughs> an episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's. There's no. I want to ask you why is it called Angel Beats? Are you asking me? Any of you, either of you? Um, Why? because um, because you know we're gonna talk about the ending. Obviously, this is a ten-year-old show, right? Yeah. And other things. It's it's like a it's a it's it's two references to the fact that this was initially supposed to be a more music-centered show. Yeah. Um, and you can see that with the ba the, the band being like a big centerfold and like important, and like music is a huge deal in the background of the series itself as things go on in, in addition to the fact that you know um what's her name Kanade, who they refer to as the the angel and the, the girl they're like afraid of so there's that and also the reference to the whole thing with the heart or organ donating a donation right, that you know that makes so sense like heartbeat that. yeah um, okay so okay. yeah the 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 logo of the show is literally like an ekg wave yeah that in addition yeah. to kind of referencing also like a waveform in an audio so it's kind of what they were going for i felt like there wasn't enough like you said like uh, they planned to have more and stuff like that but it, it, yeah it really felt like when they were starting out and they were doing stuff i was like well my first thought upon watching the first episode was Wow, Harui brain poisoned an entire generation of anime. Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah, all have to uh, do this. Yeah, I think this this was the year the disappearance movie came out. Sure. So this is a little after, but it, it was clear that the ripple effects of like that character specifically, not even as that character specifically. <laughs> like yeah kind of tainted things for a while and, and and just that specific format of the school band like rock concert thing mm -hmm. like yeah. uh, there was another anime we watched where they did it too i can't remember um but yeah uh no the, i mean they did it well i will say that i think uh, yeah. all of the uh guitar song bits are uh animated well and you know mm -hmm. decent songs uh, oh, K-On! came out this year. K-On! Yeah, there was just like a lot of... I'm, I'm looking through this list of anime that came out this year. It was a it was a sad year, I will say. Or maybe, I'm just going through this. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're going to go into it, but it's no wonder this anime was weirdly, like, acclaimed at that time. Like, a lot of people yeah, were like, oh, critically, yeah, this, you yeah. know. But this was like a dry year for anime. There was like some drear... I'm, this is a dreary list. There's, like, there's some really good things in here, like Tatami Galaxy's in this list, but oh. also there were things like... High School of the Dead, like a lot of wretched oh, fans man. stuff <laughs> came oh, out wow. this year. That long ago, really? Yeah. Um, what else? 
Oh gosh, the the titty show. What was it? Seikon. Oh yeah, yeah. No Quasar. Quasar. The titty show. That's all I remember. Oh yeah. This is a this is a darkier anime. One of many. (laughs) Um, But. Well. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about. Okay, so um. Hmm. I feel like. Hmm. I'm trying to think of how to go about this because I feel like I will be. I listen. I'm critical of the series. Don't get me wrong. I feel like I will mm-hmm. be the most positive out of the three of us, perhaps. Um, I don't know, Eldy. Why don't you go first? I'll, you, you go. I want to hear your opinions on the series. Okay. So yeah, I've seen this when it came out, mm-hmm. and you know, just to reiterate, like people, I clearly remember, and I clearly remember even from my perspective. I was like, "Ooh, this is this is the best thing ever." And of course, now in a second rendering of like watching it even even after like even for years like along the lines of like having not watched it this is like purely my second time probably watching the series in full i'm pretty sure like at some point i realized no that wasn't that great uh (laughs) in between that time window um and like it really this is really a series that i think was of its time like we were talking about like the haruhi effect like Uh of really just transgressing with a lot of elements that you've seen to show the high school etc um but also, I was someone who was really into, like, key stuff. And I still am, but, like, um, you know, I'll talk about one of their more recent series, you know. Um, and specifically, the name Jun Maeda. He is a co-founder of Key, which is a game development studio, which specifically does a lot of romance, drama, with, you know, erotic elements, like visual novels, like stuff of that. Uh, stuff like Air, Canon, Clanad, or Clanad, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, Little Busters. Like, they, they did all those things. And then Angel Beats was specifically an anime original product. And Jun Maeda is like I, I, I'm I'm singling him out because he specifically spearheaded this. He is again like he was a co-founder of that of that company, but he he you know he's not one who directs like all of those games, but he has he's like one of those names that plays a big pivotal role behind a lot of this stuff as a co-founder. In addition, he is also I think a composer. I think he is so I think he is like one of the key composers of the games too, and like kind of behind maybe the theme songs too for like all these games too. So again to reference the fact that this show was probably going to be more music-centric, and it kind of didn't go his way. <laughs> um, as we see in, like, the elements of, like, the band, and then music being a huge part of the show uh, as it went on. But back to Angel Beats specifically, uh, yeah, it's, it's you know, I'm referencing it, it's just, I feel like it's not something that has aged well, and not because it's offensive or bad, but because of where a lot of things land. It definitely tried to be a lot of things at once, and I think Mm -hmm. it did not succeed. And it truly wanted to live up to, like, the success of, like, past keywords again, like the titles I mentioned, the Clannad. I think, I I don't remember actually Clannad came before or after, but... It was before. um, It was, like, one of the first things you Exactly. They wanted to replicate that success plus the elements of, like, what made, you know, what what people appeal, you know, what, what... what drawn people to things like Haruhi? Like, you know, we're going to have, like, all these other things here. Um, and, and and specifically, I think where it doesn't age well is in its comedy. Like, a lot of things feel flat, <laughs> really. And I think it really was of its time where they just made a lot of jokes that don't make sense. I mean, I guess to, to begin specifically to the plot itself... Um, they are basically in a limbo where it's apparent that they all died at a certain point in their life where they need to fulfill something they couldn't accomplish when they were of high school age. 
and that's specifically why the sightings in a high school, and they kind of don't explain it. Um, and the thing is, this is not that unusual because a lot of the stories that he has done, and I wrote it down here, they literally follow the same cliches over and over again. <laughs> uh, and that being, um, there's always this like weird emphasis around like a large cast and this idea of this idea of like everyone coming together and that they, everyone knew knows someone somehow through this. And 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 Angel Beats interestingly doesn't do that, but they still follow these other trips that's literally in every other like visual novel this company uh, has done and like has, June Maeda has, has has contributed to in his writing and it always is like there's always like a ter- like there's always like a terminally ill subplot involving a girl in particular <laughs> specifically and if anyone has seen Air Cannon and Clonad it always is like the main girl too yep um <laughs> Um, the, and then the guy also doesn't remember who he is. There's there's always some amnesia element, and like this happens here again in Angel Beats, uh, where Otonashi doesn't remember what his live his what his former life living was, whereas everyone else in the cast kind of does, or they kind of gets snippets of it. And there seems to be this, and like we, we, it's revealed that, and everyone seems there seems to be this like deliberate plot too, where everyone's trying to suppress, or their memories are being suppressed because they don't want to move on. They they're happy like yeah. in this like limbo of like okay whatever we can just live through this thing. Like what stuck out to me specifically, and this was, this honestly was like a powerful line. Now that I watched it again, like I think it was the first or second episode where he's observing everyone eating the cafeteria and he's commenting like wow. We are literally in this weird world where we can just do anything, but yet here they are, and everyone's just eating at a cafeteria and what, as you would do in high school, and not doing anything else. Like after the after their first battle, basically after their first like charge against Angel Kanade, um, he's just commenting on how mundane everything is, and they any people can literally do whatever they want here. They can't, technically cannot die, quote unquote, right? They are in this weird immortal suspended state, yet they're choosing to like live their days out here as if living in high school again. Um, so there seems to be this very heavy romanticization of high school and that time period in your life and how like that, that, that has to be like the best life. That, that has to be the best time of your life, which is, I think apparent in tons of anime. And I think apparent in tons of, you know, in like Japanese culture too. And that's why you see it a lot. And that's why a lot of anime takes place in high school. Cause it's a very romanticized time period in your life. For like a lot of for like in Japanese culture specifically, so I, it makes sense why that was sent here. But again, back to the whole thing where like they just kind of always focus in on their tropes. So at its core, Angel Beats is already a supernatural thing. But there's but a lot of other key stories like always seem to have like this slice of life thing going on. But in reality, there's something magical going on, and in some way, it helps you get towards the ending. Um. They all they fucking love baseball for some reason. There's like <laughs> two whole episodes with baseball. I don't know, like you know what's going. On. And that one character where baseball was a whole thing with his backstory, and we kind of end on baseball too. Um, and lastly, there's whenever music is being played, the piano somehow becomes like a big deal at some point. Um, and I'm gonna revisit this when I talk about their more recent series, which is the day I become God. Um, but. I, <laughs> I, I kind of went and going with the idea of like, okay, yeah, I kind of like know all these cliches beforehand, and I'm just gonna like that's just gonna stick out to me first before I think about the series even then, and it kind of just fulfilled itself even within the first episode. Um, but I, th- but again, just I constantly repeating what I'm saying, but um, they really tried to combine like what they felt succeeded in their visual novels to what was succeeding in anime at that point in time. I mean, there generally were, were funny moments. I think, like, I think the whole idea that they were constantly interrupting each other, like, 
when talking was kind of funny, like, like, you know, conscious, like whenever, whenever someone's be, in being introduced, they're all, you know, someone's always being interrupted as to who they actually were. And like, I think, um, like, you know, was it her? Yeah. Yuri, Yuri, the, one of the main girls, like she kept interrupting people saying no, they're like stupid actually. And she keeps like, she keeps shutting people down, which I think was kind of funny, but a lot of times at a certain point, they just kept repeating the same jokes too. And they kind of met all of that when they introduced everyone in the first episode. Um, what was interesting to me is how much of a heel face turn the show does once you go beyond episode five. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you realize, okay, the first person is passing on, the first person fucking dies, basically. You know, for, I'm going to say die, even though they are dead, just for the sake of, like, ease. Right. Um, <laughs> but the the show does, like, a, such a huge, weird heel face turn in terms of its tonality really quickly within the first or second episode. I know John had that experience where, like, mm-hmm. it gives you off this impression that, like, oh, it's, like, a weird comedy drama thing. But no, oh, it's fucking worse than that. It actually has weird, dark shit yeah. underlying. And it, but it does it in such a way that's, like, very, I, not, it's not well-developed. And, and in terms of, like, development, the show really was bad at it like you know to go back to like it has a large cast it does such a bad job of like properly flushing out everyone and ends up only focusing on like four people and kind of fulfilling their arcs and when it fulfills their arcs like we only knew these characters for like two episodes and then they're suddenly died i think a lot about the guitar yeah the first guitarist girl the first yeah. lead singer for girls that she fu- we met her for like one episode mm-hmm. and then she fucking dies like singing <laughs> three two to three episodes and i'm like wow okay cool we like i invested the entire episode dedicated to her otonadashi ah, ah, i'll say his first name yuzuru (laughs) um was like getting to know her really well and it's like oh because her arc is closing within the same episode if you notice uh like every (laughs) every episode or dedicated one character was a good indicator that character was going to pass on (laughs) save for the exception of um Hideki, baseball boy, the blue-haired guy, because <laughs> later on he he was necessary to fulfill a plot device at the end. Otherwise, <sighs> they could have not fulfilled <sighs> that arc, which is what I realize now. Um, and what I'm talking about, um, but anyway, yeah, there, th- this show kept introducing all these new characters, but they never fleshed them out. So like by the end of the series. They pretty much is like, oh, okay, we assume they all passed on, whatever. So basically the series ends with real, with all of them realizing, save for the other people that they're not familiar with, they're not friends with, but they basically all realize a lot of them have been forcibly just making themselves stay here and intentionally suppressing the So they realize one by one, we're just going to move on. And they start, they, they held like, you know, it's kind of sweet. They held like this kind of fake high school graduation ceremony if they were to like be alive and you know not died before you know like in that time of they when they were alive at high school age um to to finally finalize the point like yeah we need to all move on and we can't we can't just stay here forever um and again this is just acknowledging that like there are other people in this realm that they don't interact with this is just purely like their group specifically um but you know um, one of the funniest things, um, you know, what would the character, what, what would some characters be ignored? Like we introduced like, oh, they're very quirky, TK, like whatever, but we never fucking know who TK is. We don't get emotionally attached yep. to TK. He's just like, whatever, a funny back background character that pops in and out. He's just weird. But then he just kind of slowly disappears as like the series focuses specifically on like the, the trio, the main trio, which is Yuri, Yuzuru, and Kanada Angel, um, in a sense. 
But you can kind of tell who the staff liked, but unfortunately they did not get their wish of like, okay, we're going to explore your story. And that character I'm talking about specifically is Yui. Yui was very popular from what I remember when the series came out because people were like, oh shit, she's like one of those weird, quirky, she's kind of like she a cat, like you know, she's one of those, she has a fang. Um, also her, like, yeah, also her, her version of the theme song is great. Um, it, it, I don't know why it's only one episode, but it was good. Uh, it's also Lisa. She's the, the singer, yeah, her right. voice actress is Lisa who, and you know, she, who ended up becoming big after this. I, I don't know if this was her debut role, but you know, she, she does the Demon Slayer theme song and that's like, you know, people love it. Um, but Yui clearly was like a, I, when I saw this, I, it was evident clear that you, whoever was writing this series was like. They really liked Yui, but they could not get their wish that Yui was going to be the end girl for Yuzuru. <laughs> and because she kept, she popped up in more episodes compared to the other girls, and it's like, huh, interesting. Um, and when it came to her ending, revealing that, oh, she has a whole backstory where she, you know, she unfortunately, like, uh, I don't know, like her, her body was basically, I don't know what's the best word, she, she's paralyzed, I think. She was hit she by a car and she was paralyzed, but yeah, yeah. From, she, from the waist down, I think? At the very yeah. least, yeah. Yeah, and then she just, you know, she just grew depressed because she realized, I can't, you know, uh, she couldn't go to high school or whatnot. She, was miss- she felt like she was missing a lot of opportunities like, because she had to be constantly inside. And one of the things was, like, and, the, and you know, it was, and again, the whole thing where there's this formula, like, they are clearly spending the entire time with you. He was going to fucking die in this episode, which was, like, the second to last episode. They definitely held her through. And it's worth noting, Yuzuru is literally spending the whole day with her. It literally felt like this is, like, a visual novel, like, event progression. This is what's going on mm-hmm. here. And that's what I felt like, too, where he is kind of the centerfold when it comes to spending other time with people and whatnot. Like, this is what an event <laughs> progression is in yeah. visual novel. Like y- Yui's rich. meter filled up. and Yeah, Yui's meter filled up. But at the end, she's like, you know, one of my last goals, and they, like, you know, was like, I know uh, because of how I was in life, I would never have met a person that I would fall in love with and get married. And you would, and in that moment, you would, there's this misleading moment. It's like, you would think, okay, Yuzuru would probably be that guy because he literally spent the whole day with her. He spent like this, but no, out of fucking nowhere, Hideki, who should have died and passed on when he remembered his past life and realized, oh, I almost fulfilled my goal, which was like, basically he was playing baseball and like that whole thing. He out of nowhere comes out who has never really interacted with Yui until now was like, no, I will do it. I will fucking marry you. And that kind of sealed the deal with fulfilling like her dream for her to pass on. Like, cause he was conveniently the only other significant male character in the series to fit that role. So I, well, I, it made me realize that's probably why they did not kill him off early. <laughs> well, I mean, they they did have interactions. They, they they were like constantly doing the like bickering bit, and he was always oh, put, yeah. in, putting her in like wrestling holds and all that. But shit. he was not the one who like no. outwardly was spending time with no. her in that episode. And I think they could have easily done that. But it was evidently clear they were they were still stuck with framing the whole series around Yuzuru being the main character mm-hmm. for what ultimately would lead to be the visual novel game that would follow after the series. Right. Because that is how they wrote this series. They wrote this series like it was a visual novel, but it was not a visual novel. And that is kind of the core problem, I think, ultimately with the series. Right. Um, it's worth mentioning that there is an OVA that actually has an alternate ending. So the ending of the series is that he realized, you know, Yuzuru realizes, like, I'm in love with Angel. And then he realizes they had this connection in their life where he was an organ donor to her, 
where she had a weak heart and ultimately she probably succumbed to dad whatever um and i'm assuming time is not linear so i'm like why did he like pop in after when she was apparently in this realm for a while if she died if, if he has to have had died before her to, to <laughs> yeah, <right>. anyway <laughs> i never but, really thought about that Jesus. yeah uh, but whatever time might not be linear sure right he was just in a suspended uh, animation listen, news for like I, years <laughs> not to interrupt you but that also makes me i want to know what sort of apocalyptic future fucking yuri came from where oh yes like children Her just get round just up and shot murdered. to death i guess in their house yeah. for like ten dollars <laughs> right and like, that was yeah. not even like yeah, a lot of things were just not fleshed out. A lot of things were just not fleshed out. But yeah, in the end, he just realized that. And for her, and then her goal ultimately revealed was like she just wanted to thank and express her love to the person who saved her life in that moment. You know, ultimately she did die. But, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. He like, admit, and that's ultimately what happened. He's left alone. And we presume he eventually passes on at some point. The OVA provided an alternate ending where he chooses to stay. He makes a deliberate cho- decision to stay where he he actually replaces her role and ends up becoming the person to – he becomes, like, the new angel in a sense, where he becomes the person to try to, like, ease in on people and convince them to eventually move on. So um, – mm. and he basically is – he basically just stays alone compared to, like, the rest of the cast. Right. But, yeah, essentially – yeah. But, yeah, like, Angel Beats was totally a series written with the perspective of, like, this is a visual novel, but it clearly does not work because – if this, I, I feel like if the series was longer, if it was not twelve episodes, it could have been slightly better, I think, with that. But at its core, like a lot of the character development is like lacking, you know. Um, and I think the anime just inadvertently was just a preview of like what could be a visual novel, which they ended up doing yeah, after right. the series was done. So there was a manga and whatnot, but like the problem is there's only been one. They promised there was going to be six parts to this visual novel to like flesh out everything that was not answered and to add more. <laughs> answers to the questions we had if one was watching the series but this visual the first part of visual novels was released in 2013 it's been seven years since then and key again key of course is doing this because they've been doing this stuff they have been releasing other titles so who knows what happened to the series i don't know if it's officially dead or if it's just at the back burner but they've been really quiet about it but they otherwise have been producing other work june maeda has literally brought out another animated season which i have been watching I don't know what happened to Angel Beats. It's a mystery. Uh, <laughs> but it literally was this big hyped up thing that kind of sizzled down and didn't really, nothing nothing new came out of it after. It didn't become this big thing I think it wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not even like anything saying that it was like canceled because people didn't like it or anything. It seemed like, yeah, people yeah. people received the VN as well as they did this series probably. And then they just yeah. didn't make any more. Yeah. Maybe it's because it says here that uh, Jun Maeda was really pissed off that he couldn't make an RPG for the Vita instead of a visual novel for Angel Beats. <laughs> wow, maybe, yeah, probably it was a source of resentment. Yeah, maybe. he's like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, you people don't understand art. They were going <laughs> to do combos. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. TK would have made you laugh, would have made you smile. It's true. We will never know TK's backstory. No. So John, what do you? Or his name? What he? Yeah, what is TK? I'm. I think it's. Uh, I think it's. Uh, Tama. I was gonna say Tomahawk. No, uh, it's uh, <laughs> Tommy Cock. That's Tommy name. Cock. K A W K. Oh my gosh. All right. Tommy Cock. Thanks. Uh, um, he... Yeah, John. What do you think? Tell me. Tell me. Expand on LV's thoughts. What do you think? All right. Well, 
it's time for me to feel like history's greatest monster because I really didn't like this show at all. <laughs> I definitely got that vibe. I was like, I, hey, 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 you were giving us updates and it sounded like your your mind was like just regressing even further. Yeah, <laughs> I I kind of hated it. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't think it's like absolute dog shit, but I think that everything about it is so underwritten and there's nothing to any of those characters and it feels like it's just a checklist of sad moments like angel beats is just random high schoolers sad moments compilation like (laughs) that's all it is i couldn't get attached to any of the characters because they don't focus on any of them like you bring up the the main three or four i didn't get to know any of them like except for the main dude and even the, and then they tell his backstory, and it's the dumbest shit in the world. Like, <laughs> like it's just there, there's no. I feel like there's no good writing in this whole show, and I just like like there were moments where I was legitimately starting to tear up at something, and then I would like stop myself and be like, "Wait a minute, this is just the concept of sad, not actually sad." And then I wouldn't like I just stop myself from crying like like some sad music would start playing and someone would disappear and then i just, i was just like wait a minute i'm not actually sad about this they're just playing with like i like i felt like the my music is actually the mechanism that yeah. makes you sad yeah it was like emotional <laughs> manipulation like i wasn't actually feeling sad about it i was just like this music is so sad like it's yeah <sighs> yeah I, yeah just to touch upon before you know, I, I like just quickly for you to continue like a lot of the stuff too they reveal about these is like like these characters too is way over the top too. Yeah. Like especially you're you're like what the fuck? They just like said her she, her family was fucking murdered in front of her. like what? Like they just laid it out like like right away. Yeah, which oh, like, like is really like is stupid yeah. as shit anyway because like like the like <sighs> you're trying to threaten a child, okay? You, what are you doing? Like you, like it, like like threatening a child by killing their fucking siblings. Like they barely understand what's going on there. You're just traumatizing them for no reason. Like if you're trying to get money from the parents, kidnap the kids. Fucking hold them hostage. What are you doing? Like it made no sense that at was all. The part that- of the series that really blew me away was just like I think. Just in general, the inconsistency between their stories of, like... It's like, because mm-hmm. this is ostensibly a place that, like, you know, people who, like, extremely suffered in life, right, end mm-hmm. up being... And then you have, like, the range of things is, like, okay, Otanashi, he probably should have just gone to, like, a heaven or something or some nice sort of thing based on his right. weird Buddha lifestyle that they, he had. And they, then... they they went... They, they made the craziest around the bend reason why he went there it was because he forgot what he did yeah Um, like what (laughs) but then also like hinata uh hideki uh Mm -hmm. he he didn't catch a fly ball he took steroids right (laughs) that was what he did or something what didn't i thought he took steroids maybe i'm wrong no he literally got in a car accident i think it was literally like Uh, um, i thought there was a scene in the locker room where he's like oh take these or or (laughs) no i think that was just a random okay no i from my understanding he um he he just missed a baseball and then got hit by a car like that's yeah he literally yeah you compare that he died from purely an accident you compare that 
the, it didn't catch a baseball to whatever the fuck Ozanashi did, and then to having to watch your siblings get killed, all your in front siblings of you. get executed brutally or whatever, and then like you're you know the Yui had a reasonable one too, and, and then I thought like the most progressed, the most like reasonable one, the most like I think understandable and like it, it made sense with her characterization was the first music girl what was it inazawa or something yeah mm-hmm. um she she was the most like her story yep this seems realistic like this is mm-hmm. a thing that could happen this is makes sense that she would feel this way this makes sense that she would be this way you know whatever mm-hmm. okay finished and then none of the other ones are like that they're all just like yeah and then she also made the most sense and in, in, in a sense again would have what I what I've been saying, like this is framed around like people dying of high school age, where they feel like they didn't fulfill yeah. them, fulfill something at a particular point at that mm-hmm. age. So as a result, they didn't finish high school. So it makes sense to be sent to this world where you literally can relive high school mm-hmm. and fulfill what you didn't accomplish. She literally was like at that point in her life where I think like unfortunately, you know, I, and I think in a sense like too, her story was probably the most actually realistically Sad, portrayed in yeah. a sense like it could even be triggering. Like I, I that like mm-hmm. that like situation of like an abusive household where you know in a sense her parents weren't hurting her but their fights against each other was hurting her like it was an indirecting and as a result she literally fucking died from like the physical like like assault that like was accidentally imposed on her because of that mm-hmm. and she kind of had yeah she kind of was the best character in our regard but she lasted like two episodes yeah she yeah. was the- she had Holy one shit. episode and was gone yeah but even that, um, I think that's fine as, like, an introduction to what a theoretical thesis statement yeah. for what they want to do with the anime is, but then they right. don't. They mm-hmm. fuck around for, like, more episodes. Yeah, the, the stories are widely, like, tonally different from each other, like, way too mm-hmm. off the mark. And on top of that, I feel like the show went to a logical conclusion, like, four times. <laughs> I, I felt like it was wrapping up on four separate occasions, and then it just started back up again. Like, I I, I, I didn't, like, write down all of them, but there was, like, the part where they make friends with the with the angel girl, and, you know, and, the, and that, but then, but then all of a sudden the vice president appears and is evil now. And then they defeat the vice president, and then it feels like it's going to end there. But then the vice president's good now, and now they're just hanging out with him. And now we have these shadow, we have these shadows showing up for some reason. And then they got to fight the shadows, and then after that, all of a sudden, now it's over. It's it it just feels so wonky and poorly paced, and I just I hate everything about the writing in this fucking show, and. Every joke is repeated over and over again. Like, yeah. I like I I was trying to like I couldn't get that joke out of the beginning of the show because it sucks so much. Like every time that kid shows up, he says <laughs> so the same good. thing over and over again. It's so annoying. They do that with every single fucking joke in the show. It is the same thing over and over and over again. And like, TK is the closest thing to a good joke that that show has. But even then. <laughs> They're inconsistent about it because he starts speaking Japanese and he understands them. Like, I feel like it would have been a good joke if he just didn't understand anything that they were saying and they didn't understand anything he was saying. And it was just like he was just kind of grooving around like it was just like, yeah, he's TK. We don't we don't know shit about him. We don't understand what he's saying. He's just chilling. That would be funny as hell. But they understand each other like he's they speak Japanese to him. He speaks some Japanese back and they understand each other. Like, 
there's no joke. He's just saying English for no reason. And it's not it, it like near the beginning. I feel like they were going to go with a he doesn't understand what they're saying. We don't understand him either. But I think they just dropped it because they didn't want to have to like deal with that. You know, like I, I feel like so much. I feel like this show it feels like it was being written as they were animating it. Like, they didn't write it and then animate it. It feels like they drew shit and they were like, okay, we need to write something for this now. I think they had a plan and then they had nothing to, like, there are no middle steps. That's what I think. Yeah. I think they, from the beginning, they had, okay, this is what's going to happen with Angel. This is what's going to happen with Otanashi. Yeah, because the concept is, the concept is good. I like the concept. And I do like other stuff about it. Like, I do really like the music. The music is very, very yeah. good. It's effective. Like, I d- it did make me sad to hear some of those songs. And then some of the upbeat stuff was really good, too. And I think it's a really, really pretty anime. I think it has some gorgeous visuals. I love the, like, the shadows and the use of color. It is a really, really pretty show. But just everything about the writing just bogs it down so much it is so bad to, in my opinion and it just feels like basic tug your heartstrings bullshit that like once i started thinking about it for five minutes it just lost all of its power on me and i could not stand watching it um it, it really just felt like they were throwing things in as time went on because they just needed to get they they were they were it was it was grommet placing the train tracks as the train is going like that is what this show feels like like they had goals they they had train stations placed but they didn't have the track and they're dri- just driving the train placing the track as fast as they can and it's just it just does not feel right and i mean you like uh, the, the thing that i will just i, I just want to highlight though and I know you agree with me, Rose, is that the backstory of the main character is, like, I laughed my ass off. It is yeah. so bad. Like, So I wrote here, uh, we reported the news because it really reminded me of, like, epic Aaron Sorkin stuff. It uh, was very like, much Eric Sor- Sorkin level it shit. It is this, like, so it's a sequence where it's, this is a, a kind of following up on the Yuri backstory, how I said that's, like, insane and unrealistic. This <clears> is, like, even more unrealistic. Um so the, he gets in a train I, I, crash, right? So I, I, I think I think we should go beat by beat because what okay. hap- what happens is is it starts off with the backstory is that he's like he's I think around high school age. I don't remember if he had like yeah he was around high school age, but I think he dropped out because he had to work a part time job to take care of his sister who's like terminally ill in a hospital. You know she's like on the way out basically and he is just trying to you know keep her happy until she passes and eventually she does die and you know he's tore up about it but he just decides okay i'm gonna try to make the best of this like if if she couldn't survive i want to help some someone else survive you know that was basically what he's doing he, he, he wanted to become a doctor so Shows him studying, shows him working really hard, and, like, on the train ride to take his test to become a doctor, or, like, to enroll in school, the train derails, and they end they end the flashback there, so it looks, it, at first it looks like he just died there. But then, on another episode, there's I would have been fine a, with that, honestly. I would have yeah. been like, yeah, sure. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like honestly that would have that would have been like perfect because then it would be like okay, yeah, he feels unfulfilled because he didn't get to save anybody. Here he's saving people. There you go. Like if they had left it like that, it would have been perfect. But then they have another flashback where it turns out he survived and so did a bunch of people on the train. And they're stuck in like a cave-in. And you know, he because he ha- he knows some medical stuff because he's been studying, he helps people survive for a bit. And there's two moments that are just absolutely fucking insane. So the first moment is they do have some supplies, like there's a little bit of food, a little bit of water, all that, because, you know, they had, like, refreshments on the train or whatever. And they, like, divvy it out for the people that are still alive. But some guy grabs the water up and starts running away as if there isn't a fucking mound of boulders blocking the path, like, ten feet away. Like, where is he going with it? Like... (laughs) What was he gonna do? Just climb up on the top and just hope nobody can climb up after? Like, what's going on with that? That made no sense. So then, yeah. that, that like, leads to him not being, having as much water as everybody else or food or whatever, because he's just, just he sac- self-sacrifices and says, oh no, like, all the water that got spilt, because someone knocked him over and the water got spilt. He's like, no, that's my share. And then, the fucking, yeah, the, the we reported the news segment is he wakes up and he's like he is dying he is in the middle of dying and so he go he he reaches into his pocket and he's like i need a pen and he fills out his fucking organ donor card <laughs> and like everyone else starts doing that around him like it's some epic fucking like opa homeless style everyone clapped shit yeah where everyone starts filling out their organ donor cards and as soon as he's done filling it out he dies, and then as soon as he dies, everyone else gets rescued. So, like, how how did it take seven days to rescue people from what I assume is a regularly traveled train line, which is probably, right. like, what, 20 feet below the surface? Right. You just dig one hole, that takes, like, a day. You just dig a hole. Like it clearly was a train that is used if on there's, the daily. If there's air in there. For people community to work, it clearly was shit. We, we were showing that it was not some random, like, cargo train. And in, in the modern age, it looked like a time contemporary to mm-hmm. our time. Yeah. Like, even if it was, like, some, like, a train that was very specialized, that would be resolved within a day, you know? Yeah. People would be, by nightfall yeah. that day, they they would, just, yeah. there would be people, like, going for them, mm-hmm. you know? Getting, going to them. Like the fact, yeah. Like, they weren't in the uh, woods. Yeah, like <laughs> it was a plane crash or a bus crash. A yeah, bus they... crash, like in the middle of nowhere yeah. or something. You yeah. know, like yeah. yeah. This is very much one of those. Th- like again, it feels like they were just they were placing the tracks as they were going because there's so many little things that could have been fixed that would have made this work. Like if they had just cut it off at him dying on the train or dying in a crash. 
it would have made 100% more sense. If he and died could, uh, on a bus, or if the bus crashed, it would have made more sense. Like, if it was in a desolate area that nobody would have found them. Like, all these things. There's so many... It, it, this this anime it, dies from a de- thousand paper cuts. So, like, that is 100% it, how the show is. And they could have they could have also established an organ donor Like, she could have just said by that. Showing, by just showing that at some point in that flashback too. And then we sh- we see he dies... In the train wreck, yeah, and that's it. Like they could have established at some point, maybe he he like again because he's becoming a doctor. He, it makes sense for him to also probably consider doing that at the same time, right. you know, two for two, like signing up for that. Yeah. Like, they could they could have shown a sequence or a, just a quick shot of like an like like his. I don't know how like a Japanese idea is, so I don't know if they show it on a driver's license there, but like they could have just done a quick shot showing like, oh, he's an or- organ donor, and that's it. and then he probably dies in the train crash. Yeah, like or he could have just said something that, like he could have just mentioned it, you know, like oh you yeah, know, just like, I don't he needed yeah. to mention it. They could have just had Angel say that. Like, yeah, yeah, just anything other than what they did because it's I'm so sorry. stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, I, so yeah. So in conclusion, absolutely hated the writing of this show. Again, I, <laughs> I feel like history's greatest monster in that, like, it's this sad show about dead kids trying to fulfill their last rights. And I'm just like, oh, that fucking sucked. <laughs> but that's how I feel. Well, that's fine. That's a re- you know, everyone has different. Yeah. It's our it's our role here as a yeah. critique. Yeah. Um, no, uh, it's, you know, I'm not the most positive on it or anything. I'm going to say right mm-hmm. now. Um, but um, obviously I have problems with the writing as well. Sad parts um, are I felt like the sad parts really were. I hesitate to use this language because I feel like it's used incorrectly a lot of the time but it really felt like a like all right put in all the parts that make people sad we need to get okay come on come on like the the only thing they missed was a dead dog or something like that was the only mm-hmm. thing that felt missing from the show like, they covered everything <laughs> yeah else. there was no pet in the show there usually are pets in the... um <laughs> i i felt like there were just a lot of episodes that they wasted away doing nothing in not even mm-hmm. building characters, not even like, like, it doesn't even have to be something crazy to build a character. Like, it can be something just really whatever. And they just didn't, there were a lot of episodes, just nothing happened. Um, like, okay, so first of all, I love Ayato Naoi. Naoi? Naoi? I don't know. Yeah. That twisted little fucker. My God, that little gay man. He, he was incredible. I like, every time he was on the screen, I was happy. I thought he was great. <laughs> Uh, he's just a warped individual, sicko. Yep. You just, are not alone, Rose. I will just listen, uh, he's great. tell you that. I'm telling. Well, yeah, no shit. He's best. He's so good. They made an entire anime, but that's basically what the Hanako anime is. That they just made an anime about that guy being a ghost. Um, same voice actor too, I think. Uh, but yeah, um, I I love that guy. But even his episode, his first episode, is like. Like what the fuck is any of that? Like what is <laughs> like they just waste time like oh I'm in prison now. Mapo Tofu. Whoa. Like I like, get the Mapo Tofu thing is fine in its own right, but then it's clear they're trying to establish like the Ayato stuff and then his story falls completely flat too. Um, <laughs> in my opinion. Like just really just like all these layers like this just feels like all the people who died here, they just died in the most convoluted way possible, so they all put them here. Like, this is like this is insane how this all happened. Just go here. Um, it's probably like a lottery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I thought the whole ending was, I mean, the, the last, last episode's okay. I was like, okay with it. The graduation episode, I mean. Um, mm-hmm. But the episode before that, really bad, in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. The whole stuff with the whole computer and everything. And oh, like, yeah, yeah. Just really not well considered. Um, what was it? The, my other complaints, the, um, so my main complaint with the series in general is just the non-characterization, which we have talked about. Like I said, like here, what of TK and every man? I thought that it was really funny when they said TK couldn't understand English. That made him a lot funnier to me. Um, <laughs> when they, like, they said, like, oh, we have the hacker on the computer translating the English. Uh, T- we asked TK to help, and he said he didn't understand or something like that. Like, yeah, sure. Mm. But then, like, it's like, but who is TK then? Like, you can't just, like, later when, at the end of episode 12, which I think is the worst episode, as I said, um, they just come out and go, yeah, everyone died. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. Like, just, like, they just got rid of all those people. Like, they didn't like, resolve people. anything. They just pieced out. Like, they didn't give a proper, like, final shot. of. They didn't, they didn't do at least, like, the courtesy of, like, a dumb montage. You know, like, do you remember this character? Yeah. They didn't even do that. They could have at least done that. I felt like it was very of that time to just do uh, a weird dumb montage. It was just weird. Like, yeah, like... Uh, I, I, the ninja girl, like, they barely did anything yeah. with her. And you would think... She, they were, like, really focusing a lot on her in the first couple of episodes. And then she just suddenly became non like unimportant after episode three. Yeah. Did not focus on her at all. Um, Yeah. It, and the problem is, I think, like, you wouldn't notice this as much if it was a typical show like, you know, Clenad or, um, yeah. like, another one of their works, for example. Because you look at those guys that are background characters and that stuff, and they're very plain. They're very one-note yeah. type things. But these are very right. bombastic characters. These are, like, characters right. with a lot of color and flavor to them. They... Yeah, like, the first episode one where they're introducing them one by one, it really hones... Like, it really hammers this idea like they're all important yeah we're we're taking time to but then after that they're not you know it it was very it's very misleading i think yeah Mm -hmm. um what else uh um yeah i think like i i definitely felt like the show just got worse after like episode five i think might be how i feel um, or maybe it was like, I don't know. It, there was like a point where I was like watching the first few episodes and I was like, all right, I'm not like crazy about this, but like, it, it's enjoyable. I'm laughing at some of the jokes, um, like the fucking rocket chairs or whatever. Well, mm-hmm. though, John, I do agree with you. They make every joke go on too long. So even that lost its thunder to me, but the whole bit where they do their like, you know, tragic anime death, and then it plays, starts playing the ending song. I thought that mm-hmm. was a good bit, even as yes. it kept mm-hmm. being reused. That's a funny bit to, you know, execute on what anime does all the time. <laughs> um, and if it had been more like that, if it had been more of, like, a sincere yet satirical take on this stuff instead of, like, this weird, like, I don't think they reach a level in either of those categories in the end with what they accomplished. Like... It feels like their sincerity is just them then executing on all the stuff they're sort of making fun of to an extent. Like, yeah, they just end up falling into those really basic tropes and stuff like that. And then just filling everything yeah. to be sad. The Yui thing really made me mad. Um, I feel like like I might have some sort of biases here, but I feel like if you're resolving like 
you know, hey, I was depressed because I was disabled and couldn't do anything in life. Oh, if only a baseball man who I've never met came in and married me, then everything would have <laughs> right. been fine. Like, I thought it was going to have something. Once she started saying, like, oh, I just wish that I couldn't have been a burden or something, right? Because she talked about her mom being, like, forced mm. to take her. Like, if that had been something like that, it's just like, no, what if you helped out my mom? <laughs> like, what? Like, okay, this is, like, the weirdest thing in the world. This is so weird. Like, it just... Everything about that whole episode was just bizarre. Like, as soon as um, Hinata came out and was like, can we play some baseball together or whatever on the field? I was like, oh, God, where are they going with this? What's going to happen? And then, <laughs> yeah, like, that stuff was just all really... Uh. But, like, I, I think, like, the problem is, like, I think they're capable of doing really good writing. Like, I thought that the graduation stuff as, like, you know, ham-fisted as it might be, like, it was still, like, you know these are the characters who have been the most fleshed out and have a relationship with each other to an extent. I think this stuff is like emotionally resonant, I guess. Um, like, like when they were all like slowly disappearing and stuff like that, I thought that was all good. Like they just have one big conversation, but then it made me think like, that's what the whole series should have been. It should have been like one episode of a person disappearing or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. But, yeah, and, like, they even had enough characters and enough episodes to do that, and they just didn't. Yes. Like, what did they do? A lot of it was wasted, you know, like you both have said. Um, a lot of episodes were just nothing. Well, I think it was you, Rose, yeah. said a lot of episodes were just... Like, a lot of those nothing episodes were literally just the whole, like, battle sequences, which I think are the worst part of the series. The battles well choreographed, were the worst part. Like... <laughs> Like, they have fun they were... weapons. No, you know what? That's for my... What the fuck is the guild? <laughs> right! And there's a like... grown-ass man there and he who's not a teenager. Too. Like, he's a... Like, what he, is... They said he's not an NPC. They said he's one of them, from what I remember, yeah, right? Yeah, they did. They, like, the teacher... Like, the adults are NPCs. But then, for some reason, that man wasn't one. He was one Why of them somehow. Why do some somehow. people have special powers? Right. Like, yeah, and then, there's no like, rules. Right, they're like train tracks. So, so, so like, so like, there's so like, there's kind of something they're getting at here, where they're basically they they acknowledge, you know, and Yuri Yuri has been the one who's kind of been more with the in, most insight of like what's going on in the sense of yeah, they're like in a weird simulation where the god that has made it is abandoned it, and that's like kind of like poetic, I think, but. It's not even consistent in itself with what's going on, too. Like, I think if they want to portray this, like, weird limbo where it's kind of acting like a video game, they, they're they not real. They haven't done a lot where they, they they needed to emphasize that. So, like, again, like, the issue, like, why do some characters have powers but others don't, right? Hmm. And, you know, and, you know, when you die, quote, unquote, like, you're not dying, you're, you're fine, whatever. And then, you know, <laughs> you don't die unless you actually do pass on, and that's that. But there... They definitely like even are they even lack the development to probably flesh out the setting itself. I think mm -hmm. as as cool as as like I wouldn't say cool, but like interesting, interesting conceptually it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want everything like fed to me or whatever, but it really feels like they didn't really grasp what kind of like what this place is you know like yeah. is it a program is it the actual like is it actually right. limbo is it you know supernatural or is it right. 
like a religious thing it's it's all very just all over the place and again i don't want to be like hand fed everything but there's just so many things thrown out there that feel like they're supposed to be part of an explanation and then it does nothing happens with it and it's just like okay well sure whatever i guess i guess this is like part divine part tech like i don't fucking know i don't know why there's like a programmer and then also god exists and also this guy claims to be god for no reason i don't fucking know it god i really don't like this show (laughs) i yeah I, i don't think i hated it by any stretch i think like I was just more disappointed in the promise that it had more than anything because it just I think like the music's really really good I think the opening I mean all time great in my opinion yeah. uh-huh. uh, but then again like when did she ever play the piano come on no she doesn't I was looking forward to that come on it's only in the opening <laughs> <sighs> but yeah like that's great stuff when she's going on the fucking uh, you know final destination trip on her piano in the opening mm-hmm. Uh, yes that's fun um the ending's good i really like the last last ending when they slowly have them all fade out in order i thought that was pretty good but then it did also remind me again that they just fucking who the fuck are these like no they like when they started doing one by one for like the ones that all disappeared at once when they said everyone else is gone (laughs) okay right (laughs) which again which again too like the opening did change per episode depending who fucking like die yeah. they, they like changed it up which was also cool like um but at the same time this whole idea we're emphasizing like look at this cast of characters and we're naming them too like in this opening and then we see them all in the ending and who are and they posing this illusion that all of them are significant but no the reality is most of them were not you know yeah, like who I, who were the other band members who the fuck were they who was that <laughs> one like t- skinny kid that was like kind of scared and shit nobody could tell oh, who yeah. the fuck that was he's he's the, the one with no special abilities yeah, whatsoever the, f- kept making- the fucking judo guy who the fuck was that he was just he there. Train in the mountains he was, he was promising and then the, like i was like is he he, he seemed super important to he's like oh is he gonna fuck things up in fighting never happens and then the last episode he's just skinny for no reason like come on fuck off like, Ugh, the more i talk about it the more upset i am at this show i really didn't like it oh my god <laughs> fuck sorry. no oh, don't be have- i'm just like fuck I All think right. enough Angel Beats talk. It has been like an hour. Right, well, we do have to answer. Oh, well, of um, course, of course. Yeah, th- yeah. There were uh, opinions here. Um, yeah, pretty much everything that got sent in was about Angel Beats here. Uh, so yeah, so if you want to send in a question, go to videogamechoochoo.com/ask or an opinion about whatever anime you want to talk about. Um, first one here is from Anonymous. It says, "I saw this when I was 15. And the boy in the black outfit made me realize that me liking Kaoru wasn't a one-off thing. Obviously, I'm old- <laughs> you know. Obviously, I'm older now, and there's no attraction, but there's still that fondness in my heart for helping me have that "oh, I'm bi" moment. I wow, <laughs> he is so powerful, yeah. <laughs> that is the that that is putting it in those terms. That's yeah, mm-hmm. wow. Uh, there, there was there was also a, an ask that was just Ayato Naoi, that is all. So, yeah, I, like I said, guy's got fans. I get it. Have you seen him? He's just a little chaotic gay boy. Like, what? Yeah, what, no, what's not uh, to love? 
I get it. I get it. I I don't he's agree, just but sick I get it. To everyone in that show, like everyone's just hanging out, and he's just like, "Fuck you!" Then and it's just like, Whoa. "Yeah, right." Yeah. Oh yeah, I have to say too, he's kind of one of the second best characters too, where he like weirdly is kind of just shoehorned in like mid series. He's kind of. Yeah, fun. he has the most profound like impression I think compared to everyone yeah. else too. Yeah, he's by kinda that fun. alone, you know, because he's so weird mm-hmm. and doesn't fit with everyone else. Uh, but yeah, that that Anon does have a another question that we can tackle at the end because it is unrelated. Um, all right, next here, Anonymous says, uh, says, "Watching Angel Beats was legit the hardest I'd cried since my grandmother died. Like, I get that it's literally a show about dead kids, but it still had no right being that devastating." This is why I feel like history's greatest monster. Oh. I mean, everyone just has like you know, like we've probably I think like the, the thing we have to consider with this sort of thing is we have seen a lot we have seen a lot of anime <laughs> so i think like you know for a lot of people like it might be like hey i i watched this i haven't i tried to avoid sad anime or something like that or like right something like i i mean this is an affecting show regardless i think like even with the problems like it clearly has moments that are mm-hmm. meant to make one sad mm-hmm. But, like, for uh, me, like, I've seen, like, 30 shows inspired by Angel Beats <laughs> or, like, building off of it. So, you know, it's, like... Or or rather, like, like if, you know, rather, like, you kind of also know Going the in. shows or tropes that Angel Beats took inspiration yeah. from. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, that, that And, again, I, 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 again, I mentioned as someone who is a key fan, like, uh, and I... I can, I can, I can, I can outright say strongly, like, their other works is much stronger in this, mm-hmm. but at the same time, but, like, you know, this is where exactly they're drawing the exact same yeah. playbook from, mm-hmm. you know, like, they, they all, like, kind of have this romantic theme where, like, all oh, these characters have sad, upsetting backstories, and, like, because of that, and because of they, they offer different things, they, they definitely, there's gonna be at least one character, maybe, you, you do find a personal mm-hmm. link to, where you find that experience similar. Right. Uh, Anonymous just says, the rocket chair still got a laugh out of me for some reason. It's because it is funny. It's it really is, it funny. It was. It, just the music break is. I, I do good, think, yeah. even if it did go on too long, them getting Hanada with the like fifth one or whatever again, that was. It still got me. I was like, damn. Yeah. They, yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Why did they keep making the gay jokes with him? Like him and Otanashi, they just kept bumping into each other and go, damn, you gay? And it was like, what? Did you, did you catch that? Uh, yeah. Uh, what was that? I don't know. Uh, they, even, they don't even interact with each other no, that much. Nobody interacts with each other that much. That's again just continuing with the problem where they keep making these weird references or jokes over things that like don't have any you know, source. I think the episode of the rocket <laughs> chairs might be the funniest episode cohesively. <laughs> just like all the shit that they do, like when mm-hmm. like the the little the little shy one is like, oh, sensei, yeah. I love you or whatever and uh-huh. nobody does anything yeah, yeah but the, and, then, and then they have they do the rocket chair to hinata to the other guy they're like he's oh he's already emotionally was... harmed we didn't want to <laughs> yeah. physically harm him too like that was good and then yeah. the uh the dude ripping off his shirt and saying like i thought this would be way cooler like i've secretly been getting ripped and nobody cares uh <laughs> god all right uh last one for here uh non uh no uh this is not anonymous this is from sarah uh, I watched Angel Beats with my girlfriend earlier this year, and the last episode made me cry like a fucking baby for the entire 23 minutes. Uh, has any anime done this to you? I guess just completely wrecked you on the last episode. Um, what are some shit? What are what is a show that just wrecked your shit? Oh. 
last episode. Yeah, men- yeah, mentioning again, like I feel like Quinnad is remains to be one of Key's strongest works. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of their strongest animes, a- anime adaptations. I have not seen their other stuff since then. I've never, I've not, I've not seen Charlotte. I, I've heard mixed things about Charlotte, but I've been watching The Day I Become God recently. Again, A Day I Become a God, I think, is an anime original, so mm-hmm. it's it's more similar to Angel Beats in that regard. But talking about Quinnad, back to that, I feel like they've done a great job with taking their time and fleshing out every single character they definitely like i feel like it really was a, a strong straight up dictation of what a visual novel should be they literally like explored every character and i think um they've done a good job too specifically where our main male main character actually had a personality mm-hmm. i don't think i can recall any other visual novel like adaptation where the main character actually had a very non-milk toast personality <laughs> <laughs> they actually fleshed him out and he actually has a whole thing going on which i thought was really impressive too um at that time too like again maybe i will rewatch it at some point and then to notice the problems but i recall specifically that it had very strong like very strong good human moments and the characters were all very likable and i felt like they were better developed Mm-hmm. compared to the series because again like we they really took their time spending time with them they did the whole like formula like we're gonna spend a few episodes per arc per character etc et and then we're gonna culminate with the main girl ultimately in the end um i think it did a good job with all that those stuff right with every person too mm-hmm. um i'm gonna well, let me check my anime list before i start saying this my stuff and see if yeah i'm kind of scrolling through mine as well um i don't know about a last episode but i remember an episode that made me cry a whole lot in in a in a more positive way was the episode of shirabako where um i don't remember the character's names because this is a, a while ago but i remember the episode where um the the girl that was trying to be a voice actor um like f- tries out for the role in the in in the anime and pretty much like nails it and is doing such a fantastic job and the main girl is like realizing that all of their dreams have basically lined up and they're all like working together and all that and like just that shot of her like trying to cover herself up like while she's crying like with the script and she's just like can't contain herself like i i i fucking bawled watching that and it it was so moving it was just like they fucking did it, y'all. They fucking pulled it off. Like, it was so just powerful. Like, they really did it. I think mine will either have to be... I'm gonna say probably either. It's either Hanamonogatari, which is the Kanbaru OVA thing that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, or, honestly, maybe just the last episode of Bakemonogatari, where they go star-seeing or whatever. That gets me. Mm-hmm. That really gets me. Oh, a lot of things from Monogatari. Um, yeah, I think that's yeah. Ooh, actually, in terms of the last episode. So when I was talking about Quinnad, I was thinking about the series as a whole. I'm pretty sure I cried every three episodes. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> But I, I recall, like, and I kind of have, like, a personal, I'm not going to go into it, but I have, I have a personal tragedy associated with Hyoka. Mm. Um, and the, I, I, the last episode definitely made me emotional, um, I, I would say, especially with its weird kind of open-endedness. Mm. I think a lot of people had problems with it, but I think something about it's that, that ending scene where they're, like, walking towards, like, the cherry blossoms. And, like, it's very beautiful and blown out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it I felt there's some there's some sense of like loneliness to it that really really gets me personally mm. and especially with like kind of like how I look back on that series and how I kind of associate it with a particular pain in my life mm-hmm. but it's something that remains special to me for that reason um so yeah I would say Hyoka because even though as as like as something that doesn't have a lot of plot to it but there's like a lot of strong like quiet moments in it that kind of emphasizes melancholy the characters I have and how like they're kind of like these like they're kind of like characters that are othered in like in like in the in the ways they are in the context of the series but mm-hmm. I think it's something that definitely harkens like something sad for me personally okay well that's it for now we'll do the last two um when we're done talking about the current anime yeah all right all right anime normal that's what it's called normal Normal. anime (laughs) unlike angel beats which is uh ancient anime from the naughties um (laughs) i don't know i know i'm just gonna keep saying this now forever because i think it's really funny i don't know if it's accurate i like that and these are not naughties animes um all right well some of them are some of them are let's talk about a naughty anime um oh my gosh by which i mean i think we're all watching sleepy princess now Mm-hmm. are we yeah, yeah that's yeah hey. i yeah i'm i'm caught up she is she is <laughs> twisted wow she is, i would say she is veering into sociopathy almost <laughs> with, with this most recent episode i don't know have you seen the most recent one john yeah i yes, have i have i have okay, as well so we uh, okay. pure malevolence <laughs> yeah just real sicko shit uh this episode she <laughs> befriends befriends in quotation marks in extreme quotation marks, a harpy, because uh, she wants to use her as a quilt or a comforter for her bed, yeah. which is pretty it's vile. Up. It's vile. Yeah. Um, the part she... where the part where uh, the, the second part after that, she wants like a new, softer, larger bed because. Not really because she feels bad or anything, but because she doesn't want to, like, fall off the bed with the heartbeat also laying in the bed. So she ties, like, a blanket to the harpy's legs and forces her to fly to the top of, like, one of the horns of the castle because it's, like, made of foam. And the whole time, she's, the poor harpy's, like, quads are getting, like, ripped up. And it's just, just like agony screaming it's so vile she is the most pure evil character in like the history of art yeah she's history's greatest monster she yeah she is she fucking is (laughs) but yeah i just i just really love the simple joke where she's more of a demon than the demons like yeah i I just dig that basically which again like i you know like watching the series i was like oh i just it just made me remember irimu kun and i'm like oh that'd be kind of funny but the worlds do not match at all like it's totally different but it's just it's just kind of funny how that's a similar you know and that's like a trope you see a lot like even in dragon quest right Mm -hmm. like you you know just like oh yeah there's actually the demons are actually just cartoonish they, they don't really they're not really much of a threat i really just... like the idea that has keeps being brought up that the demon king is just going through the motions and he's has no commitment to it at all and he's just like oh god like when in the most recent episode they like let's she's like you kidnapped her and you put her in prison and she has no friends and he's just like sitting there like i know <laughs> <laughs> you're right that the second part of that episode 
both parts of the second part, or I guess third part, I guess, really, uh, where A, she is harassing them with a vuvuzela in their meeting for some <laughs> godforsaken reason. <laughs> she is a sicko. Um, is really good. I I think just the first time I said, like, the I really thought the first time she just comes into the meeting and steals their sleep potion, that was really funny. I liked that. But this was even better because just, like, why is she doing this? <laughs> um... And then the second second part of the episode where after one of the, the like, generals of the demons is like, oh, you know, we're being so mean to her, that poor little girl. And they just have a TV feed that's like, well, no, we're going to show you how fucked up this woman is. Like, she is <laughs> sick. <laughs> and just watching her murder this man. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a, it's a tree demon. And the woman who's watching it is like a, like a nature sprite fairy kind of thing and the tree demon is her like older brother and sleepy princess is just hacking him up to get like a log bed and she's just sitting there like oh (laughs) you know it's not it's not that big of a deal it's okay and she's just doing all these like worse and worse things to this guy it's it's hilarious and then that reminds also the, the last episode before this one, too, where she infiltrates the union meeting uh, by, <laughs> killing, yes. by, by killing a tire man and hiding inside of his body and painting it blue so that she looks like the Iceman. Uh, and then killing the Iceman after that also. Uh, just real twisted character. Just a real sick individual. I, Complete and utter malevolence. She is pure evil. <laughs> I think this, it's really good. I think that this show could have easily just been like, she wants to sleep, but them having the second joke of, yes, she wants to sleep, but she is fucked up. She, like, she will not stop (laughs) in her endeavor. Uh, Mm -hmm. Really helps keep the show going. Yeah, yeah, I I appreciate their creativity. They're trying to go with, like, okay, they're in a weird magical world. Like, how many, like, how can we be creative when it comes to, like, her exploiting the idea that a lot of these demons are, like, in at you know inanimate objects technically basically that's like kind of the joke there she's she's trying to d- just get an inanimate object but unfortunately that inanimate object has sentience it has a life it has it a has soul friends. <laughs> it has friends like that literally the first episode with the teddy bears i was like horrified immediately it's like what the fuck they're cute why would you do that to them? i mean at least she had but i'm glad they're like there. now her pets i guess but it was just, she it was just had terrible an infinite supply of them when she was making the wall and for some <laughs> yeah that was funny. yeah and then they kind of yeah and then they all spawn based on even her which is funny like they all just spawn based on like video game rules so it's fine but that that's what makes them more evil she knows that can just happen yeah that was fu- <laughs> like the, the episode where they say like you know you killed that guy, right? And she's like, I knew he would respawn. Probably. <laughs> and it's like, probably. Like, she's sick. She's sick. Villain. Pure villain. I just, I love the totally whipped demon lord guy. I just love you know, walking <laughs> around and he's just, like, terrified of her. And just, like... Uh. Yeah, they don't know what to do with but her But then, anymore. like, everyone else is just like, that poor little girl. And it's just like... Ugh. When she rips out all the quills from that man, that was fucked. <laughs> and now she has a weapon based off of it now, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> when she stole those cat paws, I'm sorry, borrowed the cat paws. Um, that messed me up. I was, was like, <laughs> why does the cat have separate cat paws? Jesus. Oh, that was like cute. Sick. I want to know where this show is going with the whole hero bit. Like, how is that even going to resolve in any way? Like, 
how do you save this creature? Like, I feel like the joke, I, what I predict is like the joke ultimately is they will eventually get there, but something will prevent them from like getting in, you know, and yeah. then they have to turn back, you know, like it's, <laughs> I could see it happening or they go inside, they do go inside, but they probably don't, they probably don't see she doesn't need help, like she's fine <laughs> basically, but I don't know, some sort, some sort of mis- misleading, sort yeah. Of, like, mis- yeah, misunderstanding will make, like push them out, I think. And then they have to go back and forth, I think. Probably. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. Uh John, what's going on with Dragon Quest? So Dragon Quest is still basically what it is. It is still very well animated, very fun, shonen fluff. It is pure fast food it is but it's really good fast food it's like your favorite sandwich from a fast food joint you're just like yeah i'm just eating this to eat but it's tasty as hell it looks nice and it smells good and i'm having an all right time with it it is it is fun it is just pure fun the last two episodes were uh you know finding out that the demon lord is back Except he's actually the second in command now to the Dark King. So he's just like the demon commander now or whatever. But he's even more powerful than he used to be. So it's like, oh shit, if he's more powerful but he's the second in command, the guy in charge of him must be real strong. And so they do the very basic shonen stuff of the teacher having to, like, sacrificing himself... But then the hero. But then he doesn't actually defeat the villain. But the hero rises up to defeat the villain, but not fully, because you know we're just at the start. So you know it's it's very by the numbers. You know it is exactly what you would expect. You know now they have to start going on an adventure to train more, and the girl is going to join the party soon. So it's the two boys and the girl going on an adventure. It is that. It is shonen with a capital S shonen jump shit but it's good it's really pretty and it's fun and you know it's got that dragon quest fun to it and i'm still very much enjoying it you know like don't expect this to be something that will like make you think or anything like that but if you just want a good shonen show this is it it's it like i i said i think i said it last episode that like like Dragon Quest is the basis for RPGs, Dragon Quest manga and anime is like the basis for shonen. So it is just that it is the it is a basic ass thing, but it is done so well that it's it's worth taking a look at. So that's pretty much it. It's it's a little slow, I guess I would say, but that's just because of what it is and you know how it's paced. But it's kept me very interested as time has gone on, so I'm okay with it good as long as you're enjoying it that's the yeah. most important part and you know exactly. i totally get the shonen's pacing can be a, a killer but if you're invested in it you can totally do it is the thing yeah. especially when you get in on the ground floor that makes exactly. it easier yeah black clover in the distance i'm sorry um, <laughs> all right uh speaking of good shonen uh elvi are you caught up on jujutsu kaisen yes yes um, all right cool the womb, I don't know if it can die. I don't know if the cursed, cursed womb died. I don't think die. it did. <laughs> One and two. Yeah, I don't... I guess it did. Um, 
this show is paced fast yeah compared yeah. to and, they're like hitting and, and very... i think it's not bad i think it's good yeah. i think it's uh it feels like they're hitting very like important beats that I, I don't know how the manga's paced but like hitting very important beats really quickly but i also have a feeling that that's really just how it is they don't really have a lot of in-between fluff like where there's no yeah no plot you know like just like a random slice of whistle i don't think that actually it doesn't seem like it's there but like it feels like they have done oh, like eighty percent of what was in like up to the Zabuza yeah. arc of Naruto <laughs> in like four episodes. Right. <laughs> yes. Um. So I'm I'm very positive on yeah, it yeah. right now. Uh, it's great. So I think the fight stuff all looks really yep. great still. All the 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 glow effect for all their spells and stuff. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Still yeah. love it. Um music's good yeah uh, everything it's good it um, is i think they have a great blend of comedy and like genuine like creepy designs and stuff like that and like the characters i <laughs> i really like the way they reference things in this show compared to a lot of other ones like because they just outright say shit whereas a lot of other ones would dance around it or make mcdonald's or something right in this show like john in the most recent episode they said all right we need two of you you're gonna join us and we're going to go we need to go to the interschool tournament mm-hmm. and the other girl, girl goes like what do we do at the tournament smash brothers <laughs> if it's the Wii one i'll kick yeah, like... ass. meteor smash or whatever like and it's just like what like what? they just say that <laughs> all right um, and it's just like that and the, the whole like, oh, I like Jennifer Lawrence or whatever in that second yeah, episode. Yeah, like, like it's really weird, weird offhand. Yeah. Yeah, specific. It's good. I like that. I like that weird, like, they make, it makes them feel realistic. It makes them feel like people, I guess. Um, which I think is a, a good thing about, these two women they introduced are really good. Both of the women, mm-hmm. I think. So, I mean, we haven't seen much of the glasses one that was just introduced, but already like her. <laughs> from going up to them when they're mourning their dead friend and saying, what is this, yeah. a wake or something? <laughs> Losers. <Right. laughs> everyone's like, yes. And she's like, great. Now I'm the asshole. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with, uh, wow, what's his name? What's the curse, man? Sakunda? Mm-hmm. Sakuna? Sakuna. Uh, that guy seems like he could be very funny. Uh, if they do him right, I think he could be a good character. Because uh, as as I said on Twitter, after watching episode three, I believe, Curse Must Die Part 1, I said, this anime is if someone was like, what if you wanted to fuck the nine-tailed fox from Naruto? Like, because <laughs> they made him yep. this, like, big, sexy guy in a yukata or whatever. Right. But it's the same thing. It's going to be the same it thing. Is. He's going to be in his damn head when he comes out. And... Yeah. I, I'm interested to see where this show goes. Uh, I'm worried if they're going to do a fucking tournament arc. Those are always the worst. Literally always. <laughs> I think the Boku no Hero one is the closest one to being okay. But that was just because it was only like five episodes long. It wasn't really a tournament arc in that yeah. regard. It yeah. was like the Todoroki arc, really. Um, <laughs> it was. It was just... Yeah, they'll probably do it on this show. <laughs> this show will be yeah. like two episodes long. Something. I can't. Yeah, I don't know what a tournament arc would be for a show like this because it seems like, I mean, there's definitely like a whole thing too with the, so, you know, the sorcerer rankings and whatnot, and like how there's different levels of them. I don't know. There might be something in regards to like an exam arc, 
not necessarily uh, a tournament arc. Well, that's but... even worse. I hate the exam. <laughs> but I mean, we did see that. We did, you know, we saw a glimpse of like him fighting that, you know, going to that temple and fight, confronting that one guy who was like summoning like his puppets and whatever, and he couldn't yeah. quite get there. But so there's something we might see again where he has to, or any of them have to cross paths with like just basically the common concept of them like, oh, we're gonna have to confront someone stronger than us. We gotta train or something, you know, or like we gotta yeah. be tested. Like that's inevitable. I think. I think the Kakashi character is also really good. I just remember. Oh, yeah. Because he... He uh, just never removes that blindfold. He never removes that blindfold. I really, really like when um, he he sees that, uh, like, a certain character has died or whatever. And he's yeah. just, like, sitting there like, uh, guess I have to kill every other higher up in the organization who led to right. this to happen, like, completely seriously. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, ah, uh, this guy owns um yeah it's just a good show it's a damn it uh, it's just it's yeah. a good show I mean, yeah. i'm really looking forward to it they did introduce the panda also and they just said that he's mm-hmm. a panda and he's a panda <laughs> yep. and they didn't say anything else i hope it stays that way i hope it stays that way too i wonder what his power is i wonder i want to see him do kung fu <laughs> i'm sorry jujitsu that's what it is <laughs> um I do, oh that you know that reminds me uh, the, my favorite line that made me excited for whatever they do with the show is when he was like I'll show them real jujutsu <laughs> whatever when he was fighting <laughs> the guy I was like oh man he's got the secret I, well, yeah um yeah that'll be good looking forward to it mm-hmm. um twenty four episodes Definitely. I saw uh, for this one which is, ooh yeah. yeah that's good I was worried it would be twelve or forever uh but twenty four is a good amount. Not enough shows get 24 or 52 these days, I want to say. Like, like, off the bat, too. Yeah. It's like a risk. Like, uh, Bookworm did, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, but that was, you know, incredibly popular light novel. Um, but, like. Yeah, Fire, For- Fire Force Boat Season 1, 2, they got 24 episodes. Oh, okay, off yeah. The bat. Yeah, so All I don't right, know. If... So... Well, yeah, I guess. And it's, you know, like, uh, the Season 2 is, like ramping up or not well not quite right but it's uh, near the end i was just thinking recently like with like log horizon coming back soon and like looking at like log horizon had like 52 episodes or whatever originally it's just oh, like yeah. sitting there like that never happens anymore that never happens you never see a 52 episode show yeah. like you never see a show with an amount that's not 12 or 24 that's it right. now which i mean i don't know i feel like that's a bad thing really <laughs> like i feel like they're not letting they're either pe- giving shows that shouldn't have it too much time because they're very confident in it or they're not giving shows that should have more time enough time like if they could be more flexible like who gives a shit do 15 episodes nothing matters whatever like <laughs> let's let's do a weird number like 17 <laughs> yeah like and no ov attached let's just be weird yeah i don't know yeah like because you can tell a lot of shows like i remember when i watched fairy gone it really really felt like a show that was like they oh it has to be 12 and 12 it's got to be 12 and 12 that's it so they didn't know how to end either part right yeah it influences the structure way too much yeah of like where they could flexibly write and how they would compose the series you know and that's like a big problem too would network tv in the u.s you know it's like a similar thing we're like whether or not they they're confident they will have a season renewal or no there's giving our season really can possibly kill like what their game plan for a show is yeah um yeah definitely like yeah yeah oh you know the usual capitalism problems (sighs) that we always go into um 
All right. Uh, let me see here. LV, tell yeah. me about something. You can pick a little something. Okay. Um, so I'm going to yeah go straight up talking about June Maeda's recent anime, which is The Day I Become God. Okay. And you're making comparison to Angel Beats because it's the most yeah the <laughs> adjacent thing. Um, I can say up front, it's already much better than Angel Beats. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I, uh, it's it revolves around... Um, now, they have a lot of very similar themes, so this is why I'm going to go into it, uh, because I'm also watching it. But, like, it revolves around this um, this little girl popping up one day to this high school kid, and she claims she's, like, a god of some sort. She's, like, you know, and, and she's, she makes this bold claim that the world is going to end in 30 days. She, she, she is, she's, like, in this weird, like, nun outfit, um, and this guy's, like, what the fuck, who is this child, why... Um, and inadvertently he, she unfortunately ends up living with him. So she's like stuck with him because, you know, he calls up his mom saying like, Hey, this weird little girl, she's fucking weird. Like, do, 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 are we going to let her stay home? I don't know where she's going. And, you know, his parents actually just do confidently say, yeah, we, she can, she can stay with us. And the, the whole series right so far is basically him just kind of, kind of going along with her her statement that the world's gonna end in 30 days so each episode is him doing weird shit like oh as if the world's gonna end in 30 days i'm gonna do whatever i want and it's it's been it's been really funny so far it's not it's not inherently like a romantic show compared to every other thing june maeda or key has done which is very interesting to me it's purely what feels like to be you know a drama with comedy and potentially you know and potentially fantastical elements again there's the whole thing with the cliche is like there always is going to be potentially a supernatural element to this but i don't know i might be surprised um but essentially what what seems to be underlined is that she might not be legit you know she's probably like holding a front for something um when his parents like let him in so this is like the first two episodes when his parents just let her in stay over there you know they kind of they kind of hint at him like saying oh she's like like i don't know the dad's like talking to the mom saying something like there's a conversation where he says like oh is that um the daughter of like one of your distant relatives and you know she's like yeah and they don't explain it they don't fucking say or explain what is going on to their son they're just like yeah we're gonna let this little girl into our house they don't fucking tell him, which is wild to me. But the point is, it's pretty funny so far. It, it, it hits a lot of like, uh, it hits a lot of like marks where I think Angel Beats failed in some of its comedy, where it keeps stretching out jokes. This one, it, I think they really just are nailing it when it comes to just just when a joke ends, it ends. Um, and what I love about this series so far, too, is that it it, it, it it does still make references to, like, a lot of cliches he does, but it kind of subverts them in a more smart way. Um, again, they fucking love baseball, so episode two has a weird focus on baseball, but it's, <laughs> not, it's literally not, like, a, a whole thing. And episode three, there's a girl who plays a piano, but again, it's not, like, a, like... Like, but they don't really hit every other mark so far when it comes to the characters, too. Um, but again, like I said, the whole series far is just about him kind of, like, taking in what she's saying and literally doing weird, dumb shit per episode. And uh, the second episode, he literally just goes and confesses his love to his childhood crush, and he literally gets shot down immediately. And <laughs> wow. and that's that. <laughs> and, like, you know, and that's kind that kind of becomes one of the recurring goals where he really wants to try to, at some point, revisit that. But the moment she like shuts him down there's a whole thing too where he just kind of sinks to his knees and the whole day passes and he doesn't move <laughs> and the little girl and the you know the little girl um 
like approaches him saying like oh you know you've been there like the whole day she points out she's he's just been defeated the whole day like on his knees after like his childhood friend left um but yeah it's 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 pretty good so far um uh as far as i know in the recent episodes there seems to be this like weird like hacking plot thing i don't know so there so there might be a potential where there's like a potential prediction here where i think there there seems to be some sort of technological explanation as to what's going on and why this little girl seems to be because some of her like stuff like some of the stuff she's saying does come true in a sense of like they, they come true in a way you don't expect um and she seems to have this keen insight on things so again there's a whole thing too where there might be some sort of technological actual logical explanation as to what's going on and what she means by the world ending but i really like how the parents are actually present in this anime which we rarely see which is kind of funny too and like their parents are just kind of going along with the dumb bullshit their son is doing um in one of the episodes they come up with an elaborate plan where yeah he wants to revisit confessing his love to his childhood friend and they're like you know like why not let's shoot let's shoot some weird dumb movie parodies it's really good and the dad is like acting in some of the roles and he's just very deadpan and trying to be serious but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 like it's it's a it's a I don't know. It's just I think it's a very funny series so far, and I'm very curious as to where it will go because it's definitely not what I expected out of like coming out of their plate, and it definitely is a very interesting contrast having you know like having these two, having watching you know starting watching this like so closely to my rewatch of Angel Beats. I think they, um, I think like they definitely made like an improvement in terms of like what they want in an original anime and what they want to focus on. And it seems like they have a better focus here compared to what they were trying to do with angel beats where I, they, they probably foresaw like a grander plan for it, but that just did not come to fruition. And that's why the series is the way it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And this one that it seems like, no, we, they, they acknowledge like, no, this is going to be like a short anime. We got to contain it. We're, we're not going to like go big and project like, yeah, we can like flesh out things more after the series is done. Like, no, no, no. They, they actually seem to be having a focused plot here. Um, but yeah, this, I think this is only the third like anime original. The other one's Charlotte, which I've never seen, but I've heard mixed things about it. But yeah, this is, this is really promising so far. I think it's, it's been really funny. Well, that's good. That's it. Yeah. Do you think like a more, it has a high, do you think it has more of a focus on comedy than Angel Beats or do you think like it is, it's a more refined version of that or? It, it definitely, because, because, so, so the thing is this one definitely, I don't think there's a romantic focus in this series. So that's, that's a big, that's a big departure from every well, you other could thing say that. and you think he has that, done. But <laughs> like, Angel it might Beats. come up. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it, it's not. It's not. This is not harem. You know, it's not presenting a cast where there's a potential harem situation here. You know, where there's like multiple girls and Angel Beats had that. Angel Beats clearly had that. But in the end, like you know, Angel was the end girl. But like I said, Yui clearly. Someone clearly wanted Yui to be that end girl, but that did not happen. So they did a weird thing where they kind of had to like resolve her story in that regard but this is apparent where i it seems like the romance is on the back where it's apparent that the main character is only love interest so far is that is this one female character and i think the real focus of the story is going to be just a whole overarching plot when it comes to multiple characters and like okay what is going on and what is the deal with this little girl which may or may not be um May, may or not be actually magical or otherworldly or could easily just be a logical thing. It's definitely it's definitely going to at some point hit like, oh, this is going to be fucking sad and melodramatic dramatic for no reason. No, that's, it's going to hit there at some point. But I think the removal of the big romance element, again, from what I'm seeing so far, I don't think it's going to be a big thing in this series. 
helps clear the space for like better things i think um i hmm how do i think about it like the little girl's outfit reminds me it looks similar to one of their fo first most known visual novels which is planetarian which it revolves around um and to anyone who like is in the visual novel world that's like a that was like a big like deal when eventually there was a, a proper English release for it years later where um, it, it's like a sci-fi story where you're in the perspective of like this guy oh, yes. visiting. Okay, yeah. Yes. And her outfit looks like that. So I don't know if that's just like an offhand reference, but it's, it's similar to me. But I don't there's, like there's just there just seems to be like a lot of things in the series so far where it's paying ode to like their past work. But at the same time, I think it's also acknowledging, oh, yeah, we're better now. We can do like this. I don't know. It, it it just has a really good impression to me so far with like the, the several episodes in it. It's it's like a quarter in at this point. Again, these twelve. Oh. Yeah, twelve episodes. I, uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. I, 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 I And yeah, and there's nothing implying me to so far where it needs more episodes, which again, yeah. Angel beats this problem. But <laughs> we'll see midway point where always where every every anime with twelve episodes takes a turn at the fifth or sixth episode. Yeah. Our decadence so. takes a turn at two. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Need more decadences in the world. Um, <laughs> Wandering Witch took a turn at two, I, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> it sure did. It's you want to talk about that? You want to talk about uh, Yeah. That? I think um, I'm caught up as well. I will say it definitely addressed my personal criticisms, which was like, I think all of ours, but in a sense we're like, if they want to make out what this girl being terrible, though, like these situations are weird. Like they, they, they're not making her intentions or motivations clear. And I think they made that clear in the sec, the, the previous episode, not this most recent one where she's visiting this. Yeah. She, she, she happens to be passing by this kind of desolate town, but then she notices like this mansion, this palace place. And she meets a, like a young woman there and the young woman, ah, the young woman is just by herself. And then she slowly discovers that, there is this weird dragon threat or something, some monster that's, you know, still, like, like her, you know, like, heckling this town, even though the town's, like, abandoned and whatnot. Um, and, you know, they're just prepping. And, you know, she decides, like, oh, I'm going to stay here and prep and help this woman uh, fend off this monster so she can finally be at peace or whatever. And she's not really questioning, you know, and the young woman doesn't remember who she was or why she's here, but she's just been living her day-to-day -life, day life alone in this huge mansion, this huge palace. And, like, there are times where, yeah, they actually outright show and, like, her inner thought, like, you know, Lena's inner thoughts about, like, oh, yeah, she kind of just wants to hang out with this woman because, like, oh, fuck, she might be a princess or something. That's cool. I want to, like, they outright show her motivations as to why she's hanging around here. Plus, there actually is, like, a threat outside where there's, like, a storm, you know, plus this monster now in the plot. And ultimately, they reveal that in the most convoluted way that um the dragon is is the woman's father who the, the the woman is a witch herself she she is she i wouldn't say i don't know about what witch because in the next episode they make it clear witches and mages are distinct things right, like it's, a, it's yeah. a specific thing it's like a title um but this young this young woman herself is a sorceress of some sort she has some sort of power magical power like strong magical powers and the dragon, I think it's, it's it looks like a dragon. So I've been calling it a dragon. The dragon is her father that she turned into a dragon because years ago 
Her father fucking, like, executed her betrothed because they were of different class status. And then she, like, went apeshit and, and just murdered everyone and then turned her father into a dragon. And then after that whole traumatic sequence of events, she just forgot her memories. And then after meeting Elena and then confronting the dragon once more, which is like, you know, it's, which is like, why didn't this memory... Tick trigger before Elena came. Wait, anyway, after she finally like killed the dragon, and she was like, "Oh, she, you know," she just cartoonishly like maniacally laughs, and it's like, "Oh, I remember who I was and Sarah." And then, and then like they go back to the mansion. She like basically reveals everything I said to Elena, and she starts talking to herself to like this empty chair, which is revealing she's been doing these daily tasks because she's convincing herself like. Her betrothed still alive. I, it was the most complicated thing ever. And then Elena leaves. And Elena's like, wow, that was fucked up. And I'm just like, oh my god. Anyway, my point is, as as convoluted as, as that episode was, we actually see Elena react to all the things that are happening. We see her internal thoughts where she's like, oh, never mind. She's like magical. Like, that's weird. Cool. I'm just I'm going to stay out of this battle. And then her actually saying... Not literally saying it's fucked up, but you know what I mean? She actually has, like, a weird, astonished reaction at the end of episode when she does her, like, little weird internal conclusion thing. And she, when she leaves eventually. And yeah, she leaves eventually because the storm is done. The, the storm is, like, cleared for her to leave. Because she was only there for shelter, right? But that's essentially what, you know, the other episodes should have been. Where, like, they make it clear as to why Elena's there. They make it clear as to, like, here and there. Like, you know, she's at, she's not being out word outward yeah she's not being very like like out about like her thoughts but there were moments constantly i felt like throughout the episode where she, here and there she expresses one comment and that was enough for me to be like okay i know where she is and she was very present throughout the story um but we didn't see that in the other episodes so that is annoying <laughs> yeah so you saw it too what were your thoughts on that episode um god first off let me ask you was the next episode or was it the second part of this episode that was the school the school was the next episode okay that's the next one okay where she meets the teacher from the first episode again yeah all right so then i'll yeah. that's it. The, the weird harry potter so the princess ass one. cast yeah. <laughs> they, look, they look like that that was weird they had the same clothes you can yeah. the princess one has another problems to me that's like i mean it's not that big of a pro- i think like i've watched a lot of things where i sit there and i go this isn't realistic to what the people would do. <laughs> I think in this case it is mildly realistic. I think it is like, what would a spoiled princess do as a reaction? She'd just kill everyone because she has no, you know, like warped concept of like class and stuff like that and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. Of course she'd do that. I, I don't know why... Because she fucked a baker, she has the ability to make infinite bread now. That's how it works. Uh, I didn't know that's how right. trans- <laughs> transmutation of knowledge went, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> like, I thought it was going to be revealed, like, oh, she wasn't a princess. She was the baker or something like that, and or whatever. Like, I thought that was what it was going to be, but no, she just has magic baking knowledge. Um, it was weird. I thought it was it fucked was. up that she did enslave all those teddy bears and stuff, though, apparently, <laughs> and she forces mm-hmm. them to do... There's something more fucked up about it than the uh, the Sleeping Princess one, which even though we said the Sleeping Princess is evil, um, I think in this one, the dolls all looked, like, visibly worn and, like, upset that they had to do yeah. all this stuff, as opposed to the teddy bears and Sleeping Princess, who are stoked to do literally anything, apparently. 
Um, and it just gave this really grim, I, you know, I just said some stuff to animal bias. That's just why I was just, I was just like, oh, those poor little guys. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's animating other things and just like, you know, animating like a bucket on its own. Why does she have to make the stuffed animals work too? Come on. Um, yeah, that second episode with the, that whole episode was weird to me. It was a weird episode. Yeah. Uh, the, the biggest problem is, like, this was clearly meant to be, yeah, this is the midpoint of the series right. where this is an episode where you're meant to, like, feel things. I didn't feel things. You're meant to, like, oh, yeah, yeah, she, like, basically the whole episode is she reunites, yeah, again, with her teacher. Um, and the teacher now teaches at this, like, academy in this town. And then Elena's having doubts about, like, should I, should I, should I stay? You know, like, should, should I stay? But, but I'm like, I don't care about you. <laughs> Why should I, like, feel anything about your struggle when, like, you didn't have a personality until the previous episode? I'm gonna be honest. Like, you didn't have a real consistent personality until the previous episode, and I don't like that personality. So, um, it was weird. It was weird. It it, it was just a nut- it was just a very nothing episode, I, I would say. But it, it just basically was kind of, like, an interesting showcase of, like, okay, this is how magic works outside the context of witches. And this is, like, finally establishing kind of the rules, too, of what magic is in this world when they should have done that in the beginning. But yeah, it was just, it was just, whatever. She just meets the, she just reunites with a, a character from the past for a brief time and moves along with her life. They also um, said in that episode, though, that it had been several years since they saw each other. So she, yeah. Elena's like in her 20s now? <laughs> yeah, I, well, how old is this girl? Like, <laughs> I thought she was like a teenager still. <laughs> yeah, but like she graduated when she was 18, right? That's when they said they finished. She was 18. Yeah, like 17 maybe, yeah. And then she's like, yeah. it's been a few years since I'm like, damn, like, how old is she now? Like, what, yeah, what the fuck? It's weird. I don't know. I, that yeah. show just has the, now ever since the Twisted episodes, it just has weird vibes. It just has weird just feelings. Like, I don't, like, I feel like it's the type of thing where, like, you know, you've made friends with someone and aren't... Here, a better way. You have a coworker, and this coworker is like, all right. And when you hang out with them, you, you're like, oh, I can talk to this person. And then they'll just say some weird shit out of nowhere. Yeah, you'll learn something about like, them. Like that, that makes you're like, you scared oh. and uncomfortable or something about it. Yeah. That. But you're like, but most of the time they're okay. I don't, I don't know. That's sort of the vibes I get from like these two recent episodes where it's just like, right. I'm waiting for them to say, like, yeah, it reminds me when I killed a man or something. Like, like, <laughs> just, like some shit like that or something like that or like damn this is why poor people don't have rights or something like that like that's that's what that's what kills me about this series where everything i read about the marketing and how the creator talks about the series he literally it's a, it's a man he literally oh, yeah, says like that. this is a wholesome series i'm like what the fuck no it's not there's some twisted shit happening here plus your main character is kind of implied to be like a bad person i don't understand um, so I don't know what's going on with that perspective because you're depicting as something as horrible as like, yeah, that, that, the slavery episode, what the fuck? That's not yeah. wholesome. That's like, this is not for kids. This is, and then, yeah, again, plus the question of like, what is this character's morality? I don't know what's the deal with her still. Um, I don't know. It's, it's strange. I like, you know, I came into series. I was like this, this, the person who made the series is like a nihilist, but then. I'm the way I'm hearing about how he is in interviews talking about series. He's not. He doesn't sound to be. I don't know what's going on in his head writing That's this. worse. Honestly. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, what? How do you not see this weird? Um, 
even even worse, unrelated to the series per se, but as as a comment on the state of the anime industry, he apparently had to write a memo to the anime studio saying, please do not put fan service in the show. This series has no fan service. Well, at least so, they've stayed true to that, I guess, so far. Yeah, so. okay, so that's, like, one nice thing. Um, but, I don't know, I, I, this series, like, is, is, is begging for way too many mental just gymnastics. Yeah. That it should be, you know? Like, I, I should not be thinking over... I should not be overthinking about this series when I... Sh- when it should be stimulating my brain but not tiring out my brain, you know? Um, so I don't think I'm going to continue the series because I feel like after, after this school episode, I was like... It, it kind of validated that I don't feel anything for this character, you know? Yeah, I was sure. like, I... Because I don't know enough about... I still don't know what she is and what her deal is. Five I don't know in. what she is. <laughs> yeah, I don't human. know what she is. We don't know how old she is. We don't know how old yeah. she is. What is she? <laughs> because it's like, I... You know, right. Like, based on my impressions of every story we've seen so far, I'm just not impressed. I'm just, like, confused. I walk away confused. Um, And again, like, I stand by my opinion that that fucked up princess episode at least that was i think that was the best episode but like not that should not be like that should not be the case i should be like consistent with my opinion of every episode so far but it's just yeah i don't know i just don't feel anything for the series like i i anything every time i watch an episode i'm just getting more questions and that should not that should not be like a yeah, not the right kind of questions no not the it's not even like stimulate yeah that's yeah. what i say not stimulant questions just questions about like why why did you do this why what could have been you know what is she yeah what is she um so yeah and there's too many series this this slate i still haven't even seen that weird kuma suit show i haven't which either has been running yeah. and i'm like you know what i can fill my time now with that Instead right of like, this, yeah, like sure. i don't need elena i need that weird kuma girl <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that was a thing too. I was like, "Oh shoot, yeah." I I, I, wanted, I was curious about that, but yeah, I don't I don't know. Like whatever. Just I, I'm not. I wouldn't say the series is awful. I would just say it's mediocre. You know, I I, yeah. I you know I I I could I could see this probably being envisioned in a better way. You know, and that's what that is. I think at the end of the day, it's it's funny to me that you said that he had to send a note to say no fan service because it feels like uh for, so I, I said it last episode that the assault lily episode. Uh, anime was weirdly horny it feels like yeah. with that one this is the only thing i'm saying about it that it feels like they sent a note saying please be horny in this specific way because that show <laughs> has an ungodly amount of shots where the girls mm. are putting on their thigh highs right it, like oh gosh an ungodly amount <laughs> like I'd say like six mm-hmm. per episode, and only in those like moments you don't see it. It's any, all of a yeah. sudden they just cut to the scrunched up sock on the floor. They pick it up <laughs> and then like very slowly pull it up, and then it focuses on that little thigh spot right there oh when my it gosh. snaps. And it's just Uh-oh. like they do the this like spot. so many times per episode, and it's like the oh gap. my god, yeah, the gap, the oh, the no. zetai ryuki. There you go. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't like Uh-oh. saying that. Um, <laughs> It's a, it's a dirty word. It's a dirty word. It it's is. The, it's one of the naughty. Absolutely <laughs> territory. It's one of the naughties, yeah. Um, okay. Um, John, you want to talk about your hot minute? You want to go in? Uh, the hot minute. The hot minute. The hot minute, of, folks. Uh, yeah. All right. I got the Pokemon episodes lined up in front of me. All right. So I'll do that real quick. Uh, so basically right now they are just doing the plot to Sun and Moon. Um... <laughs> that's just yeah that's just how they're how they're doing it uh so like 
Chairman Rose activates some shit, and it, you know, basically just starts the plot. And then they go to Galar, and they run into the legendaries, you know, Zacian and Zamazenta, everyone's favorite dogs. And Oh, yeah. Then Ash and Leon have to fight a uh, fucking Centiscorch that's gigantamaxed and, like, running around tearing up buildings. Um, and that's kind of it. And the next episode is, like, Go is with Sonya, and they go to look at the Stoan side, like, carving and all that. And, you know, they talk about fucking The Darkest Day and all that. Um, they, you know, it's, it's, it's just the fucking, it's just, it's just Sword and Shield. That's all it is. It's not really anything. Um, I guess they do kind of reveal one little thing that is not, uh, that is not in the game, but is kind of interesting bits of lore that behind the mural at Stoan's side, there is... Oh, wait, no, wait, no, that was in the game, right? Where there's the Zashian and Zamazenta statues behind the mural? That's... Yeah, they're hidden behind the wall, the rocks. Okay, well then, yeah, then, then that's not the case then. But yeah, still, that, that happens. It's not really anything. It's just it's just the game so far. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to go. I think... Yeah, at least... Okay, yeah, at least two more parts is this but okay th- i think they're gonna do a dynamax raid after those two episodes and i think someone's gonna catch mewtwo because this episode is called battling and getting the revival of mewtwo so i think someone's gonna fucking catch mewtwo by the end of this well, he said he was Why gonna not? catch all of them right go I guess so. <laughs> yeah. all right well damn yeah fucking watch your back mewtwo yeah i guess so <laughs> do you think they'll make it an unsentient mewtwo I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they're not. It's not going to be as cool as my Mewtwo though, because mine's still shiny, you know. So it won't be as cool as the Mewtwo at the end of Mewtwo Returns, where he's wearing like a cape, uh, like a shawl or whatever, cloud, <laughs> and he's like hopping yeah. around that city skyscrapers. That's badass. Let me tell you. Yeah, it is badass. You need to go back there. You need to go back to that. <laughs> we must return. That's that's where the Pokemon anime should have gone. Instead, they did that weird X and Y love thing. I mean, I don't know. Uh, it, this this does say Return of Mewtwo, so maybe it is going to be that Mewtwo. I hope it is. You think they would just do that in the middle? I would. I would flip the fuck out. Honestly, I'd be so pumped. Like I'm ready to hear that. Fucking... What? He's a permanent party member now. He just fuck. hangs out with everyone. Yes. This sucks. Every yes. Episode. I'm so. I'm I'm ready for him to whip ass. That'd be great. I want, uh, like, Ash has a competitive team so far. If he just ends up having a fucking Mewtwo at the end of this, and he's just like, yeah, whatever, I have my legendary that I'm gonna, I'm gonna just clean house. Like, I, I'd honestly I, respect that, because that's, that's, that's realistic, you know? You get your legendary, and then that's just it, you know? You just use the legendary for the rest of the game. I, I want Mewtwo to show up, and I want him to say, remember 20 years ago, Ash, when we did this shit? 20 years of this. <laughs> How how old are you, kid? What the fuck? Yeah. I'm what what the heck? I'm like yeah, forty this now. The, this is the eighth generation of ashes. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, it just like amoeba reproduce. Yeah. Just pop off. The new uh, one. Do you want me to just go ahead to precure? 
Yeah, sure. Okay, so I'm I'm a little confused because did they skip an episode or something? Hang on, let me look. Eighteen, and then no, they didn't. I I think I think it was just like I, I don't know exactly because I could have sworn I talked about the episode where Nodoka's like running more and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that's that. weird. Then there's only been one episode since then. I don't know what the hell. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. Then the one episode is they went to the zoo, and there's there's a young boy named Kota there. And it's the son of their homeroom teacher, and it's just like, oh shit, he's he got in a fight with his friend because they have different opinions on lions and tigers. One of them thinks lions are stronger, and the other one thinks tigers are stronger. Which you know, that's that's an argument for the decade. That's right. Um, <laughs> nothing really happens until uh, you know it shows the the pathogerm motherfuckers are talking to King Biogen about the mega parts. And the lady is jealous. The lady one, Shin, Shindoin is her name. Um, Daruizen, who's the buff one, he goes to make a path- mega pathogerm. You know, how all that shit goes. Daruizen just gets his mega parts, you know, as they do. Yada, yada, yada. But then Shindoin has a, a an idea, a concept here. Where she decides... That she's going to use the mega part on herself. She puts the mega part on herself and it makes her more powerful. And because of that, she can infect a person. And she goes to infect the the little boy, but then her his his dad steps in the way, and so now he is infected with the pathogerm. Oh, and so he turns into a monster, and that's gonna be the next episode, is they have to fight a guy. Who's got <laughs> to fight a man. Yeah. Ultimate opponent. <laughs> fucking nuts. Holy shit, I murdered that kid's dad. It's the only option. Yeah, they gotta <laughs> keep things healing good. They have to kill him. <laughs> oh my gosh. They have to fucking kill him. And that's that's it. Again, I, I don't know how like time happened, but that was the only episode I have to talk about. Alright. Well, we'll see next time mm-hmm. if history corrects itself. Yeah, I guess so. Just drops an episode in, in your mind that yeah. you saw now. Um, all right. Um, I guess, uh, LV, you want to talk about one more thing and we can wrap it up? Yeah, we can talk about... Let's talk about Moriarty. Oh, sure. Um Yeah. You, are you caught up yep. with... Um, yep, yep. Okay. Uh, what? Do, what? Yeah. Actually, you had some comments on like you're just blown away as things were going. I'm curious, like, at, for what you want to say first. Oh, uh, for Moriarty. Huh. Um. Yeah. I, 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 I really liked. Let me think. So, was the last episode the flashback one, or the last episode was uh, the parents? Not the last. Getting revenge. <laughs> right. Th- that one. What was the one before that one? Was that the the, the flashback arc? The flashback yeah, like the two arc. episodes were like. Yeah, the second the part where he just like. I really, really liked in the flashback stuff it's just seeing this guy become radicalized in real time. So, yeah, yeah. So Moriarty again, like Moriarty is you know the name of, and this is who that this interpretation of this character is like, you know Sherlock Holmes's rival, 
And the idea of this series, it's also manga, it's based off of manga, is the idea is that, like, oh, yeah, we're showing his life before they got to that point. Um, and what he did, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of, from the pressure to the first episode, a lot of it's like, oh, he's not necessarily solving mysteries now that I realize. It's more like he's just solving problems involving people trying to get revenge or they're trying to solve problems in very seedy ways. And the series so far has been very fuck the rich, which <laughs> is really shocking, like yeah. very in a very blatant way. Um. I, don't know if you want I to was reading the that the manga so uh well yeah i will but uh, the manga was apparently written like literally right after the occupy movements in japan and stuff like oh, that oh interesting um, so it is very i i think they good they have good ideology here <laughs> um ultimately uh like really good um i think like you wrote here that it's a bit on the nose sometimes i agree yeah um in the later episodes we'll get to that um I think, like, they, they portrayed, like, the Moriarty family that they get into pretty well. Like, uh, that that's that's yeah. what rich people are like. Like, I thought yeah. I was I was blown away that the dad was blatantly hitting on another woman in front of the wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, he was, like, puppy dog eyes and everything. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Um, I, I, I really liked just, like, I think the whole scene where they're having the dinner and they're just like, oh, we should kick out those orphans. I hate them or whatever <laughs> like that. And then he's just like, he's just like, these people are not people. They are, like, just monsters. And it's just like, nice. Yeah, you're right. Um, and then he's like, I'm going to do something about it. And just seeing how he's just like, like when he just instantly stabs the kid with the fork or whatever at first. Yeah. And he's like, all right, cool. Now we're going to burn the house down. I was like, all right. Yeah. So like Mori so they reveal Moriarty was basically just a random orphan that he was adopted into by this rich family. So then the actual the actual like son of that family, he was just he just realized uh, now spending more time with Moriarty. That's not his real name. That's like his name adopted from like the the yeah, real he stole, Moriarty. He stole the Yeah, the rich like we don't know what the real name, name is. <laughs> yeah. And basically the actual Moriarty's son, like, he, he just, yeah, he becomes radicalized slowly by realizing, oh, like, now with the perspective of him seeing... This kid um, helping Moriarty, people, basically. Yeah, like, kid helping people and, like, the holding with the orphans upset, like, oh, fuck the rich people, like, why are they treating us as, like, you know, like, and he, re and then he finally gains the second perspective, like, wow, my family is terrible, they are doing these things this whole time, and I never realized it subconsciously. So then he, he like, basically con conjures up a plot to, like, just fucking murder his family. And he goes with it. Yeah. Um, and then he like, and then when they're found, he says like, "This is my real brother." And then the, the uh, like his other brother, who be, you know, like the the two more the two new Moriarty brothers. Um, and he he murders his real brother yep. too. He murders yeah. his real brother. Just they just show it. I'm like, holy shit! Like it was just blatantly like, yeah. Um, and fucking yeah, bludgeons him. Yeah. And then that next episode was a lot more classic Sherlock Holmes style thing. I feel like where it's like mm -hmm. Moriarty like finds out. Okay, so the Viscount of this area is a fucker. Uh, he's. Uh, I'm going to help this couple who like their child died to negligence or whatever. They work for the the, this guy, the Viscount. Yeah. yeah, they were like just asking him, can we? take shelter can we just borrow your doctor for a bit our kids yeah. died and he fucking shuts them out yeah. um and this is and that's the point too where i was like oh some some of this stuff is too on the nose and that's where my comments basically comes from this episode 
And even some moments in the flashback arc where, like, he just outright says, you know, you lower class people suck. And then, you know, just shuts the door on them. And and I'm like, they, the reality is when classism happens, and maybe because back then in Victorian, yeah, I forgot. I don't know if Victorian's correct. Edwardian? I don't remember. Please correct me. I think it's Victorian. Uh, I think that's correct. Victorian. Yeah. Um, maybe the reality is, like, classism was more visible and really people were like that, I guess. I don't know. I can't comment. I don't know if, like, rich people literally were just spitting on people like that out in the open. Like, they probably were. It is definitely excessive, but I feel like the stuff, like, I think, like, they had a really good way of showcasing it. Like, when Moriarty goes in to the garden or yeah. whatever with the guy and the guy goes, Oh, yeah, yeah. this is all upheld by the gardener. He's a, he's right, amazing right. at gardening like, but what he's are you crude wearing? Yeah. or whatever. He's a crude right. man or whatever. Like, right. uh, like, a... but in this case, he, the, the, the Viscount was just literally like, you guys suck. Like I don't, in reality, no one would just say that. I think yeah. often they would just, they would just probably like make a glare and then he would just shut the door and he wouldn't out. He the Somali problem. Like, right? he, he's only saying that because they want to spell it out to the audience. He yeah. sucks. You know, like I didn't, they no, classism is like more nuanced than that you know right if he like just it, shut the it, it door comes in, it would have been yeah. more effective yeah i think like right right it's been like yeah that is what they would do yeah um but yeah, the, but yeah the somali like, problem more... right like they're singing the yeah. racism song like that it's like <laughs> that. yeah like we gotta we gotta remind you this is an allegory for racism it, yeah. so we gotta sing a racism <laughs> song yeah <laughs> But I still think, like, its ideology is so, like, I am shocked. I, I keep waiting for the shoe to drop and them go, actually, it's bad that they're doing this, but it has not happened. Um, they're pretty much showing, like, yeah, this is good that it's happening. Like, you're rooting yeah, it's, for it's it. It's been very good at, like, really empathizing with, like, these folks coming from, like, a lower background and, like, really seeing the justification why they need to do this. Um, and, it, and in a sense, it's not even, like praising it like at the end of this episode so basically they succeed in killing him because they discovered the reason why he has like a private doctor which is again the person they were begging like please help our son and he just like he literally has a convenient private doctor at his home um is because he has a weak heart and the medicine he's taking you know that you know moriarty for some reason is having like a dinner with this man and then he finds out this couple's story about like how he he did injustice to their kid um you know at the time, I don't think that science would be known. Someone pointed this out. But again, it's just the whole, like, thing about, oh, yeah, Marty's clever. He's, like, smart, whatever. He went and read a book um, about it. Yeah, someone, he probably read a book about it. And and Grapefruit conflicts with the, the chemistry of, like, the medicine the man was taking. So they were feeding him, like, all these pastries and stuff. So they, they were not literally poisoning him, but they were poisoning him in a sense of, like, they knew what he was eating would fuck up how his medicine works and it works. So like at some point the, the woman, the mother, the, the mother, she, she just loses it. Her shit was about to stab him, but he, she ends up triggering hit like a, like a, a heart attack recently yeah. for him. And then he's like, Oh yeah. And they gave him his medicine. But then, you know, and at first that was like a bait, you know, that was like a, free, that was a, you know, that's a freak out. Like, Oh, is she just going to murder him? Like upfront? That's it. That's the episode. But no, in reality, she, they, she triggered a heart attack so he would reach for his medicine, which would cause the reaction that would make his condition worse for him to die. So it was like a really interesting, clever, like, build up to that. But as I was saying, when my train thought, I was saying, like, at the end, they had to leave. The couple had to leave that town. But ultimately, it's, it's implied, like, he, Moriarty hooked them up somewhere so they can work somewhere better. But it, it didn't, it didn't, you know, like, especially when... The situation in the society at the time someone's gonna find out like they had to leave and take the train to leave that town you know it wasn't fully like applying that like oh yeah cool the victorious you know they still murdered a guy from in a high position 
they now have to carry that shame. And it was like a, a a nice parallel where they showed that in that murder. Now they have like this, like like it was. I forgot what the word was, what the quote was specifically, but it was like in that murder and crime they committed. Now they have a stronger bond, and it showed back to like their own backstory of like how they murdered their family, and that's kind of what's keeping them together because now they have that sin, at the you know like they have that burden that's kind of keeping them together. And now they can't really go apart because of that. So I don't know. It was it's yeah, it's very good so far. Um. And it seems like next episode they're going to show Sherlock, which I kind of don't want. I kind of want this focus to uh, remain on this character who, you know, and keep going with that. I feel like now by introducing Sherlock into the series, it removes that mystery of what that relationship I, is. I think it's a good choice because it means they yeah. can show Sherlock being a little bit. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. they can really show, like, That's how... true. It depends how they do it. Yeah. I think they're going to show him as being this dude who means well, but is absolutely being, like, used by nobility to solve crimes that are, like, for bad people, basically, like, on bad people. Yeah, I want to see, I want to see what they will do when it comes to probably, like, you know, kind of, like, explaining further on how, like, how do they become the people who they are when they're older in age, and what we know of, like, as the canon stories, you know, as we know in the, the, the most... No, I don't know about canon. I don't know if canon's right, but like what people know in the yeah. most known, like ways they are adapted. Where yeah, they 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 have this like weird so erotic tension with each other, like in the as they're older, and I I just want to know how to become where they are and like not just this weird thing they're showing in, right? Mm-hmm. And how that plays off with each other. Like I, I can see like how the problems where Arya confronts would be contradicting what maybe Sherlock's trying to solve, where he's probably helping someone. That is a bad person. He doesn't realize it, but meanwhile, more already knows. You know, like I can see that happening. I think that there is plenty that they can cover, and I, I'm sure that we'll still focus on Moriarty. If anything, I want a more of a focus on what the brothers do more, because I think well, yeah, maybe the one brother, the the sickly one, yeah. uh, with the glasses. I think right. like, uh, what's his name? Albert gets enough right um, right now. I think him being this like basically like oh everyone knows albert he's such a nice man or whatever he goes around and be nice or whatever and then moriarty comes up and goes oh i'm moriarty i'm gonna learn all the evil things or whatever and then they just have the nice (laughs) man as a distraction i think that's a good dynamic to have um yeah and i also i I just want to see more of what the other one does because the other one doesn't seem to do much all things yeah like at least in what's happened so far yeah he's just there yeah i i you know, and this is, it's just wild to me, like, I, uh, that, and I'm sure there have been other interpretations of this character, but it's just wild to me, like, that I personally never thought, like, oh, yeah, this makes sense to do this, and, like, there's so much, like, wiggle room to do whatever they want, because I didn't realize how little, too non-existent that Moriarty does have no backstory in the actual Sherlock stories. He just fucking shows up one day, and they don't really explain where he comes from. So they really do have a lot of room to play with here, especially since most of these characters are original characters because of that. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of like fun thing to do to work with a character that is so known in literature canon. Yet yeah. no one really knows who he is. Actually, there is nothing in his background. They only know who he is for like he's an evil his direct relationship man. with Sherlock. Yeah. So this is like, so this is like a very yeah, this is like a very opportune character for Ugh. them to like make a series around. Ugh. And now I'm thinking about how awful the one in Sherlock is. The fucking BBC about <laughs> Moriarty is heinous. Oh my god! Just like everything else in that, but I just uh, yeah, what a time, yeah. Bad. 
Yeah, I think this is great. I think it's great that we are seeing more things where they examine, like, what side of history, realistically, are these bad guys, bad, you know, like, stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Like, I I really am into this trend in recent stuff, I guess. Uh, Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, I would love for the show to keep going, but it has been, like, two hours or something, so we can cover more next time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, John. Do you there's want... just so much anime. There's and that's so the much anime, especially the season. And then I looked at the next season. <laughs> the, the you don't want to look at the next yeah. season. I'm no, telling boy. you right now, you don't want to oh, look no. at the next season. It's too many. <laughs> um, yeah, John. If you want to take us away to questions or opinions or whatever it is that we have this time around. All right. Well, yeah. There's just uh, two more quick questions here. Again, if you want to send in a question, it's videogamechoochoo.tumba.com. So let's ask. And uh, the first one was from the uh, the 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 by Anon, I guess. Um, <laughs> they asked uh, which American cereal would each of the Lucky Star girls eat, and would they get diabetes? Uh, I guess I should mention that that uh, I did finish watching Lucky Star with the Chooch Chat. Oh, and you have fun. It oh was God. fun. It it holds up for the most part. You know, a lot of the stuff with the dad is really bad, and but otherwise, it's fine. Um. All right, which American cereal would each of the Lucky Star girls eat? Okay, so <laughs> I think Kanata is a fucking Lucky Stars girl. I feel like she or Lucky Charms, Lucky Charms. <laughs> I was say, wow. Yeah. Um, she loves. I think she'd be one of those people that just eats the marshmallows. Uh, so potentially yeah. diabetes prone and the crunch Definitely. berries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think she could def she definitely would if, if that's all she eats, maybe that would be a danger. Um I could see um I think the twins would have the same cereal, you know, same household, same cereal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that they would eat uh like I think they they would eat something like like a cinnamon toast crunch. Um Wheaties. See, I would say that Miyuki would have like just straight cornflakes, but yeah. she'd like pretty it up. You know, she put some sugar on it. She'd like cut up some strawberries. I, I feel I so Miyuki Miyuki came is like a well like she comes from like a well off yeah. background. There's a whole thing where she, no, I think I personally I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. say something different. I think Miyuki would is an oatmeal girl. Oh, I think she's yeah, one of those people okay. who makes. Sure. Yeah, exactly. She has time. To- I feel like she has time to make breakfast, okay. or at least she has time for like other people to make breakfast. For where she would like do a whole thing where she, I don't know, not, not even oatmeal, but one of those like special grain. I, don't know, I can see her making like a like a, like a parfait. Well, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like l- like yogurt instead of milk. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. That. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like. Like it would be a basic base, but like they would, it would be super extravagant, you know. Like it'd be like the like yeah. she would be eating the fu- the fucking like you know in the commercials where it's like part of this complete breakfast. She would be eating the complete right. fucking breakfast every morning <laughs> with the with the orange juice. Yeah, and milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> and a whole apple. Yes. Um, no, yeah, she, she the strawberries on mm-hmm. the yogurt would look nice. They would be nice. Yeah, and cu- yeah. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh- <laughs> so she'd be the like picture of health. I think the only one that would be in any danger is Konata because she would. <laughs> she yeah, <always> she <laughs> eats like entire boxes of fruity pebbles every morning, and it's just like on the toilet all the first period, like just. <laughs> I think that I think the twins would have like a more you know 
I think Konata would be the only one with the insane sugary yeah. cereal that targets, you know, yeah. children uh, <laughs> with the mascot. But I, I think the twins would have more like normal cereals. I can see them having like Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. I, I feel like they're. I feel like they're more subdued in like yeah, what their parents. Like, yeah, that's that. what I'm saying. Like what the choices they, they're more conscious of that. I, they would they would have like fruity cereal soup. But I think in terms of a regular breakfast, their regular grocery store buy, buy would be like the 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 least uh, candy <laughs> candied cereal. Yeah, know? like I mean, I I think like the worst they would go is a cinnamon toast crunch. Like that is as oh, bad yeah, as definitely. they would go. You know, like. Nothing uh-huh. too crazy, you know. I, I I could see them getting real into life cereal. Life cereal is pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a winner there. Yeah, I yeah but, yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't see them ever having like the, like cookie oh, cereal, cookie you know, crisp, like yeah, like like Oreo cereal. Yeah. Like Konata would have like that yeah. definitely. <laughs> but I agree. Like I think Lucky Charms, but she only eats the marshmallows yeah. is mm-hmm. her go-to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, last question is from Kawainobu, who asks, Has there ever been a series that you've put off watching because you don't want it to be over? Whether that's a sequel season to an original that you loved, or just a series that you've stalled out on halfway. Um, I will always remember how it took me, like, a year and a half to watch Nishijou, just because I had to, like, I could only watch, like, an episode at a time, because or, like, an episode per month, because I just didn't want it to end. Yeah. That that is definitely my answer. Most of the time, if I like drop off of something, it's because I don't want to watch it. But Nishijo was definitely like, okay, I just I'm crawling through this because I can't bring myself to see this end, and eventually did, and it was really good, and I was a little sad. But luckily, you know, the manga kept going, and now City is here, and City is still just as good, if not better, than Nishijo. So, hey, fucking. Fantastic, fantastic mangaka. Arari is a fantastic mangaka. How about y'all? Probably Monogatari, which I still haven't finished, even though it's one of my favorite things, because I'm just like, well, then it will be out, and then I have to wait, and then it's like, well... (laughs) They're still making shit. They're probably going to keep making it forever. There's no reason to do this. But it's like, but the arcs will end. And I don't want the (laughs) arcs to end. Well. Yeah. Too bad. I'm I'm trying to think of something. Because, again, yeah, I, too, you know, usually if I drop something. It's gone forever. Or if I'm putting off something, I'm like, I don't like this. Like, you know, like, I, I like, step into, like, a few episodes into something, like, and I realize I'm just having a very lukewarm reaction to it. So I, so I tell myself, oh, I'm just going to finish it. But I never do. Mm-hmm. I just basically end up dropping it. I realize, like, halfway, like, you tell me, lying to myself, I'm not going to finish it. I'm trying to think. Because um, I don't think it's happened to me. I feel like, you know, whenever... Oh. Yes. Okay. I can think of... Aria, um, which oh, is yeah. Um, this, yeah, yeah, and like it has, it has a lot too, and I, I still haven't finished it. I was like, I, I took a break from it because I'm like, oh no, I'll wait until it wraps up. Um, but then like another season came, and I'm like, oh shoot, it actually, people are watching it to garner another season. That's cool. That's great. Yeah, I, I love that series. Um, and I have yet to complete it though. Um, it's a beautiful series. Um. And but then mostly it's it's not as as a result of me I don't want to finish it but it really is like a series where 
it's a heal it's one of those healing mm-hmm. series where nothing really happens so there isn't like that motivation to be like i gotta know what happens next it's more like i don't know what's gonna happen next really but it's a great series so i think that's like an example of something that i just paused on um but it's good and not for the other reason i had where i would stop something because i didn't like it but it's something i really liked um so i guess that can be an answer for me i I just realized, not to literally to the other Katari, but Katana Katari, until we watched it on the podcast, I was literally stalled <laughs> at, like, episode nine, because I was like, oh, there's only, like, I was like, That was good, though. I'm glad I did finish it, because yeah. the ending was pretty, I'm not going to say pog. It's good. Pretty good. There you go. All right. So that's it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, if you want to sound like those people, go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask anytime. Just throw it in there. You can say anything about anime. You can say you love a series from 1980 I've never heard of or that you hate a show from the late noughties. Just let us know. <laughs> um, all right, uh, so that was Angel Beats was our, that month. That mm-hmm. was LV's pick. So now it's the Patreon pick, and we are picking... Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, which is by Natalie. Thank you, Natalie. Um, we are going to watch twelve, the first 12 episodes, as we agreed on? Yes. yes. Yes, the first 12 episodes. You can find it dubbed over at adultswim.com for free. Uh, LV voiced concern about their player, so, you know, you, you can find it somewhere else. Or if you want to watch it subbed... You can find it somewhere else. I'm going to say pretty confidently with relative ease, you could find it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is there as a pretty easy option. I just went there and it was playing the video. It was there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you want to pick our, any of our shows, you know, patreon.com slash VGCC, $3 a month, and you get to pick. You get to just throw one in there and we might pick it. I mean, we will pick it given time um yeah uh you also get episodes of the show one week early so you know it's an option uh all right that does it i i want to i want to quickly say though okay i looked it up quickly okay 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 oddies and naughties are interchangeable of course i'm not sure why i figured not naughty sounds like (laughs) such a british thing like they say not point whatever you know yeah i don't know who is like i don't know what's more correct but you can use either them you can also say the aughts or the nots. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes which sense. Which I don't know. Yeah, but Did I, they say I don't know. Not in whatever Canada? you prefer. Naughty or oughty. <laughs> wonder. Well, <laughs> now you know. I'm going to say naughties from now on because I think that's hilarious. <laughs> it, it, I've yeah, never heard that before today. That's amazing. There <laughs> um, we go. <laughs> you got, y'all got anything else to say before we call it quits? Nope, not right now. All right. Well, thank you both for joining me and talking about Angel Beats and other such things. Thank you to everyone who wrote in, and I hope you all have a good day, night, week, month, year, so on and so forth. <laughs> I, was, I can't make another naughty joke. Okay, bye, everyone. <laughs>